0: What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, April 13th, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. My name is Matt Swaski a.k.a. Father Zoe, a.k.a. Southside Zoe. And with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto.
1: Special shout out to the best shortstop in Chicago and great husband, Dansby Swanson.
0: That's no argument here on that one. Uh, and the good Reverend K Feds.
2: And a shout out to the second best shortstop in Chicago who had to shift over from second base when Dan's B Swanson had to take a couple of days off, Nico Horner. <clears throat> so, yeah. Sorry about that.
0: Uh, nah, so, got a lot to talk about north side, south side, actual baseball going on. Uh, but before we get started with anything, let's do a tweet. Let's... How are things going for the White Sox, though? Well, this. I actually thought he was going to catch it.
1: <laughs> that's when he that's was falling the stupid back. part. That's the stupid part, though. So if he catches that, everyone's like, oh, shit, what a play. Gavin mm-hmm. Sheets. No. Like, clown. <laughs> Bad. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, that video of Gavin Sheets falling on his ass, trying to feel the fly ball on the bottom of the fourth, uh, that's never going to go away. It's hilarious, Luke. I mean, that looks like some Little League shit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that hey, Rick developed...
1: told you though, guys aren't going to play out of position, right? Gavin Cheese is a right fielder; it just does plays happen.
0: I we were told he worked on it a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he did. Does doesn't mean he got better. I mean, I, I love.
2: <clears throat> it's a hard to watch that.
0: People fuck up. I get it. Yeah. I mean, you know Turn he turned his hips the wrong way. It is what it is, but, it is what it is. well, let's get into it. Let's tap this keg.
3: Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Yeah. Rick or Ganty so the whole league that we hear here now. Yes. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah, this is what you're waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy. yeah. Every season, they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game This is what you're waiting for, yeah. This is what waiting for. You can put it on the board, Every make it get all changed. Change. Take me out to the bar, This is what you're waiting for, yeah. This is what you're for. You board, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, make it all Every
0: season, we'll get all changed. Take me out to the bar, yeah. As always, this show is brought to you by Sports SportsMockery.com. Make sure you download the app, turn on push notifications, so you can be the first person to find out if Gavin Sheets is still upright. Sports Mockery, sportsmockery.com, and also by Uncle Buds. Check them out. Uh, 9700 South Cicero in Oak Lawn. Uh, I think the summer specials are now officially live, so go check them out over there. Uncle Buds on 9700 South Cicero. So,
2: South Cicero. Make mm-hmm. sure you're wearing your, your headgear.
1: We should start well, doing push notifications for when Gavin Sheets catches a fly ball. That would be a celebratory be like breaking. Sheets catches flat
0: So, my thing with that is why was he playing right field today or on Wednesday? Because the White Sox are off on Thursday. So, I don't know Foster if he need, needs if, days
1: off.
2: <laughs> apparently,
0: yeah. he needs two days off in a row. I mean, I don't understand that.
2: Actually, that might make a little bit of sense. Actually, because it is his first experience as a 162 game ball player, that they probably are managing his reps a little bit uh, early on Sunday too. Mm-hmm. i rested. Ball. rested... <laughs> yeah, I mean they're getting They're just trying not to. Uh, they're to eliminate some of the, uh, the the wear and tear. I guess I don't know. We saw it with yeah. Vaughn, and it's not like it was different with Vaughn. They they did the yeah, same. Yeah, it was
1: also terrible when they were doing
2: with Vaughn. Yeah, I don't think it worked out pretty well. Um, uh... where he's at right now, developmental wise, I think we'll take that.
0: Yeah. Um but I want to take it back three, big three, to talk about like one of the bigger stories that happened over the weekend. Uh, because obviously we haven't been live since we talked about it, but White Sox had a little uh little Donnybrook little tilt in Pittsburgh. Um O'Neill Cruz slid like a T ball player mm-hmm. on like an all grass field, and he slid into Sebi. Sebi got up right away and like said some shit over O'Neal. First of all, zero percent chance Sebi knew O'Neal was hurt right at that junction. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what was he gonna be like, hey, are you okay? Yes, okay, I'm gonna talk a lot of shit now. Like <laughs> that's not it. And for those of you watching live on YouTube, thank you. You should subscribe too. But subscribe. Fizz, is, Fizz is pulling up the play.
2: Subscribe. Yeah, so.
0: So There it is. Ha! So, yeah. And Seb says a little something. Like, at that point, there's no way Sebby knows he's hurt. And then yep. Santana comes in like, hey, what the fuck, man? He's hurt. Why are you talking shit? And then that's
2: and, when the bench is clear. And so does pullover jersey here, which that means that's a coach doing it.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're all getting Sebby's grill because he, they thought he was, like, tough talking to a, a hurt player. Yeah. Of course, the bench is clear. And one of the funniest things, and you cannot convince me of otherwise – in baseball when bench is clear is when the pitchers run out from the bullpen.
1: Look well, that your guy, Joe Kelly. Well, that's what I'm getting at. It's
0: absolutely <laughs> hilarious. dumbest thing team in the world, but like you have to do it. Cause if you don't do it, you're not like a team guy, which is, but two things about this one specifically one, there's only one entrance for both teams. So these guys are running out <laughs> Simon <together> Simon. <laughs> to fight, fight in air quotes. And, Two yes, as you mentioned, although White Sox reliever Joe Kelly, you old fuck, apparently uh, uh,
4: uh,
0: hurt himself running in from the outfield bullpen to stand around and where, push guys.
2: Where on the screen is Joe Kelly currently Um, in this? Uh, you know, he's probably
0: one of those guys up there.
2: Look at this guy right here. Don't hu- that hurry, might up. Be him. hurry up. Hurry yeah, up. It doesn't look like he's running well. Yep. But Well, no, that's the thing. Okay. On any rush. On any rush. Well, somebody's in a rush.
1: If you're a fan of Joe Kelly, if, you don't, if you're if you not, if you're somewhere in the middle, wherever it is, I think we can kind of all agree on Joe Kelly's kind of a kind of a try-hard dude. So mm-hmm. there is no doubt in my mind that that dude was sprinting as fast as he could to try yeah. to get in someone's grill, and he just fucking pulled his but groin.
0: Like many of us guys who are getting up there in age, you realize time waits for no man. And as you get older, <laughs> if you do not stretch properly, you're going to hurt your shit. And Joe Kelly hurt his shit. So he's on the uh, IL. And that's going to be a common theme about our White Sox talk today is the IL.
2: Do we want to um, break down this play for all yeah, the I was gonna say, Feds,
0: Pirates fans? Yeah, Fids, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and tell everyone why Pirates <laughs> fans are dumb?
2: Well, first off, they're dumb because, A, uh, they know baseball about as well as uh, who was their first baseman last year?
0: <clears throat> oh, the guy that got in the Javi Baez rundown. down?
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> like, that 21. is a... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Or two years. Yeah. Two years he ago. He uh,
1: works at Hertz run a car.
2: Yeah. yeah he works. Yeah. He's, he's,
1: I mean, no, I think he literally yeah. got cut by the pirates like a week later. And then he played in China. So yeah, he, he was, he was in that meme. Yeah, Learn you know, Chinese buddy. The, the shack meme. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: He, he was there. So first Hertz and foremost, maybe. this is the key, right? You got first and third bottom of the sixth inning, nobody out runners at the corners. So in this situation, this is an absolutely not a first contact situation. Uh, if you're playing smart baseball, meaning the only time that you really are going first contact is a, obviously with two outs, but with one out and bases on the runners on the corner, you do go first contact because you could inadvertently draw the throw to the home, you know, throw to the plate, which will keep at least the inning alive. And you'll have guys on first and second, two out knock still scores a run. You don't go first contact first and third with nobody out, especially in the bottom of the sixth inning. You let the game come to you, but Nope. Cruz does that. He breaks towards the plate. So there's the first thing. So first thing we see, he's breaks towards the plate. Sebi is set up outside of home plate he's literally his left foot is the tippy tippy front right corner of the batter's box which is completely out of the way and then you see the running from Cruz now look at Cruz's at Cruz is actually inside the cut inside on the infield side of the baseline so he is now inside of the danger zone this to me see I am not 100% sure that Cruz didn't do this intentionally because he was trying to take out Sebi. Um, and if it, that was the case, God, it's karma, and I love it. But if it's not, I hate to see them hurt. But here he comes up. I mean, look where he's running. This right there, him running where he's at, he throws yep. his arms up. He's trying to block a baseball, which is, again, Bush League. Put your fucking hands down. You're going to get your hand broken. Another thing that could get him hurt. Um, you, you you run tall, but you don't put your hands up like that. Um, and then he starts his slide one step from Sebi's left leg. Throw comes in. Sebi, look where Sebi's at still. Sebi is still inside. Not blocking the plate. And he's outside now at this point of the batter's box, but here comes the slide from Cruz. Boom, and he hits Sebi. You know, nope. look at Sebi.
0: Look at Sebi's knee right now. Like mm-hmm. it's amazing that Sebi out. didn't get hurt too.
2: Yeah, could have taken him out. So boom, and now he's hurt. Now again, Sebi and Sebi does twist that back leg. Uh, he falls back on it a little bit. And I was like, I, concerning. But here's something else. So now he, yeah, he talks shit. Fine, whatever. You know, fuck you, bitch. You know, slide better. He's probably telling him like, you know, fuck you. You almost got me hurt. Yeah. I'd be pissed, too. In fact, Sebi's high school coach uh, told me uh, the other day, he's like, uh, I have no problem with Sebi saying what he said, except it was Eastern. I wish he would have washed his mouth. Um, that said, let's look at the other version of it now. I, I, I like this version more just because it shows you where he was really at. Um, oh, that's the brawl. Here we go. All right. So on this show, we, we're seeing it from the first base dugout. So we get to really see how bad this base running is. Again, runner in third, r- You know, runners at the corners, one out. Slow ground ball to a charging third baseman. This is the one that you see through. We call it see it through. Ground ball. Just breaks. He doesn't read the baseball. His head's running with his head down. He heard first contact. And he runs so, crooked. First thing that Sebi does, if Sebi's trying to hurt Cruz, Sebi doesn't do this. Look what he removes from the runner's path. This is actually pretty smooth. Look what he does. Oh, I kicked the bat out of the way. And now our runner is safe. And he's able to come in and slide. Look where Sebi's at. He's inside the cut. Throw's coming. Now, look where Cruz goes. Cruz, V-lines, and look at Cruz. Cruz sees Sebi set up. His eyes are on Sebi. From this angle, you can see it. He's he's eyeballing Sebi. And then throws his hands up late and starts his slide there. Like, he's not even sliding yet. Like, this is literally him taking out Sebi, who he's trying to knock the tag away because, look, he, he shoves the knee. He shoves Look at this. this look at his knee. He goes right into the glove. He shoves that knee right into the tag, right knee, right into the left hand. Terrible move. Then he gets that left foot caught under his body, which is the, the one that, that breaks. She, and that's the foot that should have been the front leg, or at least on a hook slide, that's the foot that actually crosses the plate because you're outside of the baseline, not inside the baseline, on a throw that's coming inside the baseline. Unless, of course, you're trying to get hit in the back or throw your hands up, or if you're trying to plowing over the catcher. So boom, and look at Sebi too. This doesn't look good for Sebi. They're Ooh. both in there. They're both in track. Uh, I thought they were hurdler, both hurt. Yeah, hurdler position right there. Both of them are the same. They just switch the legs. Sebi gets back up. Luckily, his foot pops out. Ball stays in the glove. And then, oh god, that hurts. Um, bad slide. Know. Bad fundamental all around. And I'm sad to see him hurt. If he didn't do it on purpose, but he legitimately did it to himself. On, let
0: if, this video roll from right here because I want to point something else out. Self
2: sabotage. It's oh, self sabotage. No. I can, I'll move it back for you. You got
0: to go back. Cause I want you to show Michael Kobeck wanted to fight the entire city of Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah. We'll do it here. Um, uh, and the thing about this too, is look base running. We know this, we've talked about it on the show enough is so bad in major league baseball right now that I'm not entirely sure. Cruz, well, if, if, stop if, it right, if, right here.
0: Stop it right here. Look at it. Andrew Vaughn with the great behind the back beer hug, gets savvy out of there. Yep. If you look all the way there. And then I forgot this computer's a touchscreen. I just made it full screen. shit. Um, but yeah, and watch. It's yeah. Wait, it's gonna come into Michael Kopech, I and mean, they just show Kopech going up and down the line. Yeah, yeah Kopech was there he right there. Here is right here. Kopech goes. nuts. Ta's right there too. He's like Ta,
2: you can see him going. Hey, 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 hey. He's yeah. going. Hey, hey, hey. Yep. And Kopech. Like, oh, Kopech, said something else. And that's Kopech, where.
0: It, Kopech tried to go around and like get yeah. around the like peacemakers. But I also want to shout out the Pirates trainer, who was smart enough to like lay on top of O'Neill Cruz when this should happen, because the last thing you want is when your guys down. To get cleaned, yeah, get cleaned. not? Because this should. Because no one's looking down.
2: Now, unfortunately, by the way, the throw is an issue. The throw is high. It's in the line of the runner. Yeah, but it's a bad Sebi, throw. Sebi comes down. He still comes down with the. Ba- he's got the. He's got the right to tag mm-hmm. his runner. Um. So the throw could have been obviously in this situation because you know you have time as a third baseman. You don't want to throw across. The, you see, my, I don't know if you guys can see my mouse. but you don't want to throw across the runner like that. Anything that goes this way is tough. It's just like a, you know when you're when you're uh, when you're feeding a guy at first, you want to you want this to be inside so he can just catch on his numbers. See where you know if he catches that on his chest, that's an easy tag down too as well. Now, because Sebby had to jump, that's an issue and that's dangerous. This is more of a I mean, God, we White Sox are lucky that Sebby didn't tear something. Right. The slide was dangerous. The slide was a bad slide. And for all of you Pirates fans out there saying that Sebi did something dirty, you need to stop eating paint chips because you're dumb. Okay? This is 100% on Cruz, and I hope he recovers. Uh, you know, I hope he recovers regardless, even if he meant to do it. I'm, he was trying to take him out. You know, you never wish someone's going to learn their lesson. But right. this is why we stress baseball base burning as such an important act, aspect of the game. That at our first practice, the first practice that we do, because it's such a liability, such a health hazard, a safety hazard, the first practice every year for us is base running and proper slides. Why? Because this shit right here is the easiest way to get hurt on day two, let alone game 11 or whatever. And so uh, it's disappointing to see this. It's bad baseball base running, typical of Major League Baseball at this point, because it's hit ball far hit ball hard throw ball far throw ball hard and and it's not about the nuance of the game very much from these guys and so they make stupid mistakes like this like breaking towards the plate on a first and third being a, and if the first contact was called you're a moron scott service is it scott service no no
1: who's
2: who's the manager of the pirates scott he was the mariners right uh, yeah.
0: i don't know i'm
4: not
1: sure so you know.
0: the reason why we're talking about pirates fans is because the mlb official like account, uh, twitter account tweeted out this play, and I, for some unknown reason, I've done this long enough where I know
2: better. Oh, no, so. it is. It's clear in Pittsburgh after a play at the plate involving O'Neill Cruz.
0: So I started reading the comments, and everybody started talking, like, how Shabby has no class and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, bro, he just got trucked by a terrible slide. O'Neill Cruz is huge, too.
2: Here you go. Is it not blocking the plate when you stand directly in front of it? Here's a screenshot directly in front of it. Hmm?
0: No,
1: you know but, uh, the entire yeah. like I I get why. Obviously, whenever your guy gets there, you're gonna be pissed off. Like Orlando Cruz mm-hmm. is a star player. It's like if, right. if Luis Robert. It's like if loose Robert would have had a dumb slide like that. But yeah, no, th- that's hundred percent like here the moment. Sebby Sabala doesn't know in that split second that Orlando right. Cruz just broke his ankle. All he knows is this dude just ran into my knee. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky I'm even standing right now. Yes, I'm pissed off. So. Uh I mean, that's just an overreaction that I think uh, any fan base is going to have.
2: Yeah, uh, well, but
1: you know, that was like Kevin, like you said, Kevin. That was all. Whose fault was that? It was O'Neill Cruz's fault.
2: Yeah. I didn't realize that picture got fifty likes. Mm-hmm, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> uh, Good meme action right for there. For
1: the record,
0: like I'm an O'Neill Cruz fan. Like I like the kid. I retweet his home runs all the time because the kid hits absolute fucking piss missiles. And Bulls tied it up. Yep. It sucks that. Uh, He's probably out for the year. I mean, he snapped his ankle.
2: I said four months, they said. So pretty much the year, but yeah. 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 Maybe uh, That's something that's, you know, again, this is something that needs to be a point of emphasis across the league. These guys need to, they don't spend enough time with it. Like, and and unfortunately a lot of these guys didn't spend a lot of time with it anywhere they've played because they've always been the best athletes and they've been playing tons of games with their club ball teams. They're not, you know, or their high school coaches are just rolling the ball out. Their college coaches are just rolling the ball, which call it, you know, guys that play college ball, watch how good of base runners they are. Actually, I'll, I'll I'll retract that because most college bred guys are excellent base runners because it's forced on them and it's fresh. Guys can go through the minor league systems and not learn a a lick about running the bases because they can hit the ball hard. They can hit the ball far. No one's going to, and they don't have to learn as much. And you know that you see this a lot, you know, athletic ability sometimes trumps sometimes it just trumps it in general but sometimes it doesn't and you know little things equal big things and if you want to stay healthy you've got to play the game right and you know this is these are these are reasons why guys get hurt you know bench you know uh, um you know you see like uh, cody bellinger the other day right although I, I texted how happy i was fly ball dead straight at him butt slide catch excellent that's not a face first dive that's not a side awkward like whatever it's a butt slide just like you're sliding in the second to catch the baseball and secure it that is a fundamental move by a very good fundamental ball player at least defensively and safe some of these guys you know bryce harper remember when bryce got hurt you know he's i mean a couple times he's gotten hurt but the one time he first got his first injury was him again playing recklessly not playing and because you know what bryce has always been able to get away with just being bryce whether it was in high school or whether in college and he doesn't know those things and i feel like especially guys like him have actually said shit i want to play a longer career i'm gonna have to learn some shit and you know these are things that uh, you, you hate to see around the league but i hope that hopefully these types of injuries are wake-up calls um and, oh my god that is a nice duck um so i don't know it's sad to see a guy get hurt if he you know if it was by accident if it was on per- if he was trying to take Sebby out, well, you know, there's karma. When you try to hurt somebody, things come back to you. But in the end, it all comes down to bad fundamentals. And it also comes down to making a poor decision on first contact. And if he got hurt on first contact and it was a called first contact play, his coach owes him an apology too because he shouldn't have been moving on that.
0: Well, since we're talking about injuries, we might as well do our White Sox recap real quick. Um, everyone's hurt again. Yeah. Uh, Joe Kelly got hurt running in from the outfield. Uh Yoan Mankata has back tightness. Um, Aloy's got, what was his back tightness too? Or was, no, he was a hamstring, hamstring, hamstring tightness. Could be tightness, back though,
1: though this weekend. Maybe. And
0: then uh, in a weird rundown play, Hanser Alberto kind of had a shitty throw and Tim, Anders, Tim Anderson went knee to knee with the guy on the twins and he's out two weeks with a sore knee. Now, it's real easy, I think, for White Sox fans to just throw their hands in the air and be like, oh, this shit's just like last year. This team's cursed and all this shit. I get it. It's warranted. You know, whatever. It's To me, it's different. Because last year, like, Lloyd Torres Peck, he was out for, like, four months. You know what I mean? Like, guys were hurt for months. Not weeks. Months. So, I don't know if they're doing this as, like, precautionary, like, throwing – Mancada on the 10 DL, just with the back soreness just because they want him to be all the way healed. Because we saw them, you know, trotting Luis Robert out there last year, swinging with one fucking hand.
1: Wait, did they put Mankata? Th- I don't think they did.
0: Oh, he's not even on the IO?
1: No, see, I was going to bring it up how. He has to be. They called someone up. Well, Lenin Sosa came up for. Uh, oh, yeah, he came up for TA. For TA. is not. is yeah. not. Yeah. That was None the criticism, play. is you don't, like, especially for Mankata, you know, like, some guys, like, maybe they can grind through with injuries. But we've seen when Yohan Mankata isn't close to 100%, he sucks. Yeah. And, and, he, I and mean, he was the was hottest player, gave, yeah. And the, it's good that they gave him, like, these, like, the entire uh, series of Minnesota off. But, like, mm-hmm. you're kind of playing it, you're playing with fire here. Like, it's like, all right, right, you want know, and back issues, I mean, Zoe. So, I think you've yeah. dealt with it. Like that shit is doesn't just go away. It could no, be a I
0: nagging mean, thing. That'll fuck everything up. But I, I look at it more as them being almost overly precautious, especially this early in the season.
1: Yeah.
0: Because this, again, remember, this is a team that made Luis Roberts swing the bat with one hand last year. Like <laughs> for weeks. So I'm actually kind of okay with yeah. how they're handling this right now because it's April 13th. You know what I mean? Like if now, if we're in the the middle of the season in a, a divisional race or towards the end of the season, in a divisional race, I think Yoan macata plays. I think a lo- you know what I mean. Like, I think it's different. But I know there's people out there that hate when people say it's early. Don't worry. I still see a lot of positives in this White Sox team. I mean, it's
4: Michael just Cole so pe- tough yeah. after last
0: year. Oh, and I get that. I the White Sox fan are scorn.
1: Yeah,
0: are sc- just. I get like, it. the
1: White Sox are going to have to be in for, like, like, uh, you know, they clinched the AL Central before. Yeah, like the 2020 Like, Sox fans are like, okay.
0: 2019, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I get all that. Like, and again, I'm not trying to tell you how to feel or, like, downplay the emotion there. Because I understand. I mean, guys, I was there, too. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. But I just still – I still think it's kind of lazy to already after – how many games have they played?
1: Uh, 13, I think.
0: 13, 13 games out of 162 to already be like, here we go again. Like, <laughs> uh, I just kind of think that's lazy. I mean, I already see like Luis Roberts already playing better than he did all of last year. Yeah. You know, and Yohan Moncada before the injury was I'm one the of the highest players in baseball. Um, I mean, yes, there's glaring downsides, but Michael Kopech looked way better in his second start. Lance Lynn, I'm a little concerned about. But Lucas Giolito pitched great in Minnesota on Wednesday.
1: I was going to say, even with Lance Lynn, I mean, after how awful he looked against the Giants, and yeah, he gave up those two early home runs against the Twins, but he settled down, you know, when... Mm -hmm. I think he went six innings, only gave up those three runs. he had like 10Ks. 10Ks, yeah. yeah, Like, he was... That's what you want out of Lance Lynn.
0: And, I mean, I know no one likes to talk about him, but the fucking scumbag's pitching pretty good, too. And Cease is... A perennial Cy Young candidate, you know what I mean. Like, the pitching is going to be there. The bullpen's a little suspect still, but you got to remember the calvary is eventually coming with Garrett Crochet and Liam Hendricks. And I just, but there's a a lot more positive now. Tim Anderson was playing good before he got hurt. Yoan Moncada was playing good before he got was playing before he got hurt. Aloy was doing okay before he got hurt. And All these guys will be back soon. Again, we're not talking two three month injuries. You know, we're talking a week and i know it's hard when we live in a twitter everyday type thing but like it's gonna be okay take a fucking breath a little bit and i'm not i would never dare to say enjoy the ride but like it's gonna be okay (laughs) now my biggest areas of concern with this team right now is elvis andrus how many times do we say this on the show that he's gonna retreat to the mean (laughs) I mean the guy's batting he's had forty-eight at bats, he's batting one forty-six with an OBP of one seventy-six. And I know
1: when and I know that when he did re-sign with the White Sox in February and, and fans and like, you know, some try to make the arguments like, oh, like maybe like he was holding out because he was still waiting for like a shortstop job to open up. And it's like, well, I mean, there there's gotta be a reason twenty nine other teams are passing right. up on a solid defensive guy uh like in the start of spring training. Because mm-hmm. they don't I mean, think he's good.
0: It's just bad. Your boy Fizz, Andrew Vaughn's starting to come around too after a slow start. He's yeah. put hard contact. No home run jet for him though, but he's finding doubles gaps machine, And I'm okay with that.
2: I'm good I, with that. he's 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 carrying my fantasy team in the in the doubles category. I love it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm I'm pretty pretty encouraged on what I've seen so far from Oscar Colas. I mean, for a rookie, you know, I first 40 at bats in Major League Baseball hitting 275. That's almost a hit every third at bat. You know what I mean? Like, I'm okay with that. His situational hitting. My biggest thing with Oscar right now is when bases are loaded or you got a runner in scoring position, you, you don't have to swing for the Dan Ryan. You know what he, I yeah. mean? Like, he needs to He's learn more. He's been you
2: get that. That'll, that'll... I, and
0: I, I think he will, too. I, I think he just needs to bat on ball, dude. Just make contact there. Like, if you're playing MLB The Show, don't. Square swing it. You got to circle swing that bitch. Contact swing, bro. Like, you know what
2: about, I love about Andrew Vaughn, too, is of um his his, his head, all singles and doubles. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six. More than half, actually. Actually, a majority. Uh, only four have not been pulled. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly, I mean, some a little bit more up the middle, but he's got a couple balls down the line. You know, I like guess I've got the home run that was down the line, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, that a, is that a home run? Yeah. Has he hit one? Has he left the yard yet? Or no? Is that a. No, Andrew a... Vaughn has no home runs. Okay. That's just a double off the wall. Okay. Okay. Yes. He yeah. hit the
0: wall a couple of times.
2: He's, those are right down the line. So Feeling he's going nicely from a break. Mm-hmm. He's getting out front a little bit, which is great. Now, um, as we talked about, these guys have been working on a lot of these guys have been working on pulling the baseball this offseason. Mm-hmm. Started to pay off a little bit. Started to pay off. So, I
0: mean, like... Yasmani Grandal very noticeably is healthy again. He yep. is. Back there, like a mongoose, blocking balls, and I appreciate. It. I mean, the hitting's—you know—he's batting two sixty-three so far.
1: It's okay. I mean, it's all right. He's getting. I mean, that's a higher average than his career. He's getting. Yep. He's he's benefiting from the shit, like Eric Hosmer, as well. Yep. These some of these left-handed hitters, they're benefiting from uh, the restricted shifts.
0: And since Mitch isn't here, I'll say it. Sebby's been a great fucking backup. I think yes. Seb, Sebby is. He's batting three oh eight. I mean that's only in 13 at bats, but his defense is there. He's made the play on O'Neal Cruz. He's made a couple other plays. Like I'm I feel way more comfortable at games when Sebi's at catcher than I did before. Put it that Dog way. Dog loves it. Dog loves Sebbie. See, everybody loves Sebi. Um and then I did want to say one thing though before we definitely need to talk about the Cubs because the Cubs have been very impressive. But uh so part of the uh Kelly will Ruiz is gone. So I know a lot of White Sox fans are happy. Jose Ruiz, they actually got cash for him, which is wild to me. Uh, but that gave a guy, how do you say this for his first name? Keen. Ke- Ke- Keenan. Keenan. Kevin, Kevin, you, you Kevin. told us. Kevin. Keen. Keenan, Keen, Keen, Keen,
2: right? Keenan, Keen. Keen Middleton. Just call him Middleton. Yeah, Middleton. 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 Is Middleton? Wait, is it Middleton or Middleton. Oh shit. It's Middleton. Oh, you Today so it's
0: Middleton. Um <laughs> he's pitched two innings and he struck out he struck out five guys already and I I like what I'm okay. seeing with him. I like how he's going north south. I like how he's setting people up with the the softer stuff and then you know throwing 98 down their throat to finish them off. I like that he's talking a little shit on the mound after he strikes people out. We need a little bit of that fire. And I mean, I guess he's a guy that to me it seems like he's Seizing his opportunity, which is what you want to see out of guys like that. And then the last thing I want to mention with the White Sox before we move on: Hanser Alberto is officially Larry Garcia this year. It feels like White Sox Twitter, especially, and White Sox fans in general, because I'm sure in other platforms it's the same thing. They always need that guy that like everyone communally hates. And right yeah. now, that's Hanser Alberto. The error against the Twins, you know, in extra innings, bad. The throw to TA, that ended up getting him hurt,
1: real Man. bad. He had another uh, error, too, in that game. Yeah. Again. That and he did have
0: another error in that, but he hit the home run, and everyone's like, oh, he made up for it, and then he got TA hurt. So then everyone fucking was like, fuck that guy. It's
4: like, fuck
1: you. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like, you you might have won us the game. You were the only offense, but the
0: <laughs> The toughest thing, though, with Hanser Alberto is that's the new Skippers guy. Like... That's his yeah. Joe Kelly. Like he handpicked that dude to come in.
1: Wait, no, who was that one random Jake Lamb? Yeah, Remember,
0: that was wasn't one of that Tony's guys. guy too? But like Joe Kelly, Tony literally called him and was like, Hey man, I I already talked to him. They said they'd give you this money. You want it? Yeah. Like Joe Kelly was TL, TLR's guy. But right now, Hanser Alberto seems to be the South Side's whipping boy. Like he is just people so i on wednesday when the white Sox lineup came we'll out look
1: your tweets though let's see, I what, saw, let's see how many replies there all were. right
0: i will pull it up because this is funny as shit <laughs> i tweeted out hold on we'll just might as well just pull it up um,
1: so white Sox getaway day or yeah from the minnesota
0: yeah but finale. it's still the twins so people are still pumped for it you know like whatever yeah. Uh hold on where is it? Pedro Garfole
1: said, you know, they're preparing every day to kick your ass.
0: Okay, here we go. Uh let me share my screen. Share, baby. Share. Do it for mama. Oh Jesus. You got cock, you got balls. Um all right. So here's tweet or how do I zoom in? (laughs) Good catch though. Uh, You're too fucking young.
1: There you go, there you go.
0: All right. So harmless tweet. Quote tweeted the White Sox starting lineup. And when I clicked on the comments for the starting lineup right out the gate, it said like a lot of people were bitching about Hanser About uh, Hanser Alberto being in the lineup. And I was like, Well, my tweet said people seem upset about Hanser at third. My question is, who do you want there? Because in my head, I'm thinking there's no way people are going to say burger because he had blew he blew out both his Achilles. He can't go left to right, like he is not good in the field. That's one of the reasons they can't trade him is because he doesn't have a position. Um, and Mission. so, let's, oh wait, never mind. Let's go over Uh <laughs> Jake Berger lineup looks weak as shit. They're going to be under <laughs> 500 this year. Uh, right, my biggest concern is right field. Of course, Ken WO says Lurie, and I told him to get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> I prefer Mankata not to miss two series two weeks into the season. Now, P. Knowles. Is actually, being serious when he says Jose Rodriguez, okay, okay, okay. Um, and then here we go: Burger Montoya, oh, no. uh, Burger, pretty much anyone else. Burger, uh, this guy's, re- I guess, he's recommending a traffic barrel. That's um, oh, Burger Mark Tahian,
2: literally, <laughs> literally, literally Jake Burger. Rewind real quick and go back to go back a little bit, go back up, go back up. I think we need to really appreciate the fact that someone recommended a, a traffic barrel here <laughs> for assistance if needed. Yep, At third base. That's I mean. So it,
0: this account fits just sure. so you know. This account literally just replies to every barstool president tweet yeah. and says this exact wording. That's um, his maybe. whole account.
2: Michael Dendor, thanks for the share because I, I laughed inside. Um, so, where were we at? Um, here we go. Obviously, Jake Berger.
0: Literally, Jake Berger. Literally Berger Jake isn't good Berger. defensively, but I still feel like he'd be better at third. Uh, we got another Lurie. We got a burger emoji. We got Kinsosa play there. Um, ultimately, Hanzer needs time like anyone in the bigs. I can't imagine he's going to get worse than he's already done. Um, doesn't matter who's at third. Daytime Giolito getting smoked, anyways, which. Usually is true, but he pitched pretty damn good against the Twins. You keep uh, talking
1: that slander, White Sox fans. Lucas Burger, Julius. Giff,
0: Burger, Sosa, or Gonzalez, Romy, the ghost of Yoan Moncada, Manny Machado. There's a couple of Manny Machados. <laughs> uh, Would have been nice,
1: though. Yep.
0: Jake Burger, Jake Burger, uh, Pedro play there himself. Burger. <laughs> uh, well, with everyone getting days off, kind of no choice there. Well, this guy gets it. Uh, Burger or Romy, Burger. Uh Oops. his last two games he cost them their star shortstop and he cost the game in the other he's a liability
2: I like him uh, jungoons him jungoons damn
0: near is- damn near me honestly all I do is smoke weed full clothes and eat steak tacos I mean that sounds like he's living uh <laughs> burger Aromi, mancada on a lounge chair with a cooler uh Jake burger <laughs> with gif nobody would nobody would be just as good burger oh, bitch, joe, bitch. there's a couple there's a couple joe creedies uh, Joe, Joe Creedy, Burger Burger, Robin Ventura. This one, this one got me laughing. This out of all these replies, this is the one I laughed at. <laughs> Herbert Perry, the Milkman,
4: Gary uh, That's Gary. A, Deuce, that's
0: that, Gary is a, that is a pull right there. So, we're,
2: at, at what, what point? Social media account, Harry, Gary Douche Nozzle. Jeez, Go, going from?
1: through going through those replies, though at what point did you were you like, all right, I'm not liking it anymore. I
0: just, I think right here. <laughs> Uh yeah, Hanser really helped us in the field yesterday, right? It's like okay, dude, I get it. But Dang, that's not the um
1: oh, there you go, okay. Burger, oh, burger. So you see you're making selectives. Though. You liked every single one except for I a few. do
0: you know me on Twitter. I like everything.
1: You a Beef Love, like whore.
0: Yeah, I'm a like whore, but I mean you really gotta suck for me not to like it. Someone who can field and throw is that too much to ask for? Hanzer's best burger. Like it. Why not? Maybe I someone who's actually
2: Unview view it. Who is view it? it? John, you oh. got muted by Zoe. Shame on you, Mister J. Oh, uh,
0: I know why. This guy, Hi.
2: this guy, like the
0: White oh. house can win the World Series, and he'd be mad they didn't win by like five runs. He's oh, like that kind
2: a, of guy.
1: Um,
0: Magical. Idea. This one made me laugh. Magical. Hey, hey. Uh, shy, shy hey. socks fan Mike, who's got the million sock fan follower for some reason. Any other living, breathing human on this earth?
2: Thirty-two likes that you contributed to that horse yep. shit.
0: George Brett. That made me laugh. Um No I one see, just see, leave see. that shit wide open. That's pretty- <laughs> uh, <laughs> open Grand- and <laughs> fucking Sam Grandall. Uh, <laughs> there's another Machado. Um, <sighs> Joe Creedy again. Let's so bring Berger- back the legend. Take the bullets for this one. I know
2: it's okay. You're this is can, safe I, ask, can I ask this though? Like if Burger played uh, the corpse of Joe Creedy. Joe Creedy's not dead. I have a question though. If Burger played. <laughs> If burger played and sucked, would everyone be pissed that it's Burger and not uh what's his name? At uh, third now? Belcher, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Oh, oh, oh. what,
4: what
2: uh,
1: is this? Uh, is... Click on the profile. Click on the yes, profile. I'm not. Click on <laughs>
2: fantastic. Those are like all the emojis. That, like that, four that is like every emoji. Possible, I mean, no, but, Kevin.
1: I mean, every, every fan base has like, Jake Berger is like fan favorite. Like he is the you know what? He's literally the Chicago Bears backup QB. So, he's David Bodie yeah. David
0: Bode with Chris Bryant. Let me let me even, be even very better. Clear he has a better story. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me be very clear about this. I've said this on this show a million times. And I'll say it a million more. I root for Jake Berger actively. I love sure. Jake Berger's story. Yeah. I love his perseverance. I think he's a great fucking guy. His wife is cool on Twitter too, which is always a bonus, and. I'll root for him all day. I personally think if we called Jake Berger right now and I'd be like, dude, do you think you should play third base every day? He'd probably say no because okay. he knows he can't go left to right. I'm just saying like, I actually didn't mind him at first base the other night when they had to put him there in a pinch. I was like, "Hmm, not bad. He does have a very hot bat right now. It's definitely cooled off a little bit. You know, at 11 at bats, he's batting two, 273 right now, but he does have the big home run and you know, he hits the ball fucking hard, but like, sure. That's the problem with Jake Berger, man, is he doesn't have a position. He doesn't have a position, yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, and it's it's, it's kind of like, uh, what's his name, too? The the big lefty. You know, for the Cubs. Sheets. Put him oh. anywhere. <laughs> sheets. It's difficult, sheets. though, too, because when a guy is that limited, I mean, you have to do what you got to do. I mean, your defense takes precedence. Like uh, To be honest, when, especially when you have guys like Cease out there, you Not have it. guys that, Not if you look at right field. <laughs> Mom, well, again, you, you got to do what you got to do because your general manager didn't give you depth. So, exactly, like, no, that's saying, that's,
1: but, but it's not taking it's not taking pre- it's like
0: everything it, we've talked about for like it goes back to goes the top, all yep. back to Rick Hahn yep. and the front office, not putting together a complete baseball team.
2: What was the what is it? Aloha, Mr. Han always says, uh, the White Sox strategy is to hope for hope Oh, it's hope
0: everyone stay healthy, stays healthy, Everyone's yeah,
2: hope, hope everyone stays healthy, like that's.
1: Yep. And like, and like that's it's, the, that's the part for uh, the tough part. So, and I know, I love that, you know, you're finding Cause there are positive, you're right. Like not everything is fucking there. The White Sox aren't the Oakland A's, you know, um, right. there are positives on the team, but it is frustrating. Like, even if the injuries this year have been minor, it's literally, it's the same guys. So yeah. like what, what makes, what makes anyone think like this won't happen again in May in June. I, and then and then you have another two weeks where the offense sucks because you have to start three guys who aren't that good.
4: That's not a foul. That's a yeah.
1: Foul. I, well, the Tim Anderson one's a freak accident, so I'm okay
0: with yeah. Tim. It's the it's the big two who are the mm-hmm. usual suspects, and that's Aloy and Yoan. And Mankar. And I don't know what they got to do. I don't know what they can do at this point, but those are the two – that I think fall most into the category you just described. Like, I'm not yeah. worried about Tim. Tim was a weird knee to knee thing. Like,
1: Tim's going but, like on four straight years though now, or three straight years of missing time.
0: But again, this wasn't like a soft tissue injury. This has not, I mean, this
1: was literally. Yeah, you know, there, there's this there's like, like a freak. Yeah. The knee turned or it got right. clipped by the runner. In what a of, weird, home. in a weird rundown. But, but, uh, it's like, yeah, cause like, even like beyond that, let's say the guys were healthy, right? So you have Mankata starting, uh, you know. You still have Eloy who's out there, but like you can't really trust him on defense anyway. No, even even it. your even your depth guys, they're showing that they're not they're not good.
4: Right. Like
1: Elvis Andrews, and he's not a depth guy. He's your starting second baseman, right? Elvis Andrews is he's going down the Josh Harrison uh, route, right. and right. like you're hoping that it ends that way because Josh Harrison was good in the second half, but that also came after being one of the worst baseball players for two months.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, the whole Elvis thing, I guess they can say, like, Ah, Paul, don't
2: lie, bitch! Sorry, that was a stupid three-point call.
0: He's just <laughs> like, yeah, this is why we signed Elvis, because if Tim went down, we have a shortstop in a pinch. and Bob, That's fine. There's a lot of other dudes in this organization that can field the shortstop position. They can probably hit better than, what, 150, whatever. Like, Elvis, right now, Elvis is, a, is basically an automatic out at the plate. Mm-hmm. And it's annoying. I'm know he bats in the nine hole, whatever. But,
1: and I mean, I, I don't think Romy is like he's not really doing much. No, right? Or is Romy he?
0: ain't doing shit.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> and that was like the other big guy. Romy's it's the like, other well, guy. Romy's gonna be our utility guy.
0: The two worst batting averages on the team right now are Elvis and Romy.
1: And that's the other thing. Like those guys don't walk, so no. it's not like even like oh well, if they're, even if they're not hitting, you know, they're, they'll still get get on base a couple times a game with the walk. Nope, they're not gonna but... do that either. Right. So It's tough. and I think somebody pointed out the uh the rest of the schedule for the White Sox here in the comments. I mean Bulls won. Bulls are back or the Bulls back? Did uh, you see I'm- what happened though?
0: I'm um, no, i I'm I'm currently hosting a show, Kevin. No, no, <laughs> let, let me
2: tell you, Kevin, <laughs> multitask. So pump fake. When the
1: Chicago Bulls can uh, not be in a playing tournament, I'll care about the Chicago. Bulls.
2: Well, foul on the ground, and then the dude jumps. and They call it a three-point shot. So the guy, they, they gave the guy three-point or three free throws to tie the game. He missed two of the three. Ball didn't fucking lie. There's and a ball, it's lie. Over.
1: that'll do so it. So Baltimore, who's good. Philly the, Philly, the Philly's pitching staff has been trash. so maybe you guys can beat up on Philly. Tampa Bay undefeated, best team in the
0: history baseball. Can we talk about Tampa Bay for a minute? Tampa Bay's already hit 30 fucking home runs. So,
1: the, it's simple, guys. Hit home runs, you win games. <laughs> Tampa
0: Bay is unreal right now.
4: You hit home Absolutely. runs, you
1: don't give up home runs, you win games, you do the fucking what the Rays do, you don't spend any money on players, and then you just trade them when their value is gone Mm -hmm. other teams still think they're good, and then you just keep doing it for years and years and years. The Rays are 12 and all,
0: and as a team, they have 30 fucking home runs. 30 home home. home runs. Just to put it in context, the White Sox currently have 13.
1: I mean, I think the Cubs have like seven. The
0: Cubs have nine.
4: Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Nine.
0: The the Rays right now have a four game lead in the AL East. (laughs) Yeah, let's look
4: at that.
2: That home run difference is insane.
0: And that run differential is 65 fucking runs.
2: I oh, mean, just the home run thing the, it itself is the,
0: impressive. But
1: the, the, the Rays, way. I think the Rays also have one of the top like, ERAs.
2: Oh, they're, they're unreal. And they're, and they're averaging 12,000 fans a game. Well, Hell yeah. That's, yeah.
0: A, that, that's a whole different rant for a different time. That stadium is just fucking cheeks. But before we switch over to the Cubs, so we can go around the league a little bit. There's some teams, baseball. It's getting it's fun this year. I mean, I, it looks like I know there's a lot of younger guys kind of making their way in the league right now. And I know Baltimore's a 500 team at six and six, but they're doing the sprinkler celebration with dudes spitting water. They got the the, bon- uh, the, the bong, dong bong, <laughs> <laughs> the dong bong. They're taking a like a Springer. fake beer bong. But I mean, Baltimore's having a good. Team. Baltimore's a good team too. But and then I mean, the AL Central still sucks. But you yeah,
1: know, the AL Central is.
0: Who's on top of the AL West? The Texas fucking Rangers. The Rangers, who the Cubs beat two out of three, bang. Seven and four, right now. Houston, the Astros are struggling a little. Not really. I mean, they're six and seven, but the Rangers are fun. Rangers Mm -hmm. got a good team. They're a lot of fun. The Braves are a fucking unit again, and the Mets are doing all right. But
1: it's just, I don't. I mean the the hat you're wearing the the Diamondbacks. Corbin Carroll's out to that dude's just. That's my guy. Yeah.
0: But he's not going to win Rookie of the Year because Jordan Walker is breaking Joe DiMaggio and Ted Williams records for most consecutive hits. The well, as long
1: year. as Jordan Walker uh, doesn't turn into Shohei Otani, I'll be fine. Because Cardinals mm-hmm. can't pitch, so I'll be I'm
0: good. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> for
1: <laughs> twelve game hitting streak, twenty for all
0: of you joining us after the Bulls game, welcome. We just talked about the White Sox and how I'm not down on them. You can go back and listen to that later. Talking about baseball just around the league real quick because the Rays are unbelievable.
1: Oh, speaking of – I did want to bring this up. Speaking of Shohei Otani, I, I know what you're doing, Angels. <laughs> the Angels are like, okay, you don't want to re-sign with us, buddy? We're going to make you throw 110 pitches every start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we no, we're going to make you hurt by July. <laughs> I mean, Fuck you, Angels.
0: I think he just broke one of Nolan Ryan's records. With the Angels for most consecutive games with under two hits given up. Five plus innings under two hits.
1: Dude, it's amazing. As a
0: pitcher, when you're breaking Nolan Ryan's records, you're doing something very correct. Yep. That's another documentary I strongly suggest anybody that's listening to this show go watch on Netflix because it's
4: awesome.
1: I think that's one thing we do, like, as amazing as Otani has been, right? But, like, when he came over and then he had – I think he had Tommy John, right? Uh. Or like an elbow surgery mm-hmm. i think it was time john yeah so like you know it took him a while to like really get into like being a starting we forget that show mm-hmm. you time was like known to be a really good pitcher mm-hmm. and now he's he is clearly a better selfie. like he's just a better pitcher that he is hitter and he's still like a top 10 hitter in the american league
2: great are you trying to puff up your your double draft in our fantasy league, yes. although you drafted yes. both, I We're cannot talking.
1: believe. Yes, I, cannot I believe I got I got Shohei Ohtani, the hitter and the pitcher.
2: Got a two for one. It's great. <laughs> My uh, He's great.
0: Well, speaking of drafting, fantastic. Let's talk about the hottest, the number one ranked fantasy player in our league right now. Finally out of the AL Central, goes down in Miami. Oh, the yeah. I just can't stop hitting. Okay. Oh. Hit the first cycle. In the history of the Marlins franchise, on his 12th game with the the team, Luis like
1: five hundred is
0: just a maniac right now. He's an absolute maniac right now. I can't win in fantasy baseball. The rest of my team sucks, but he is a fucking <laughs> – I might have to trade him. But right now, he is batting literally 500, and that's Decent. after 46 at-bats. He's batting Dang, 500.
1: 23 rewards.
0: Yes. Yes. 32 total bases, one home run. His average, his slash line right now is 500, 558, 696 with an OPS of 1.253. Decent. He's already a 1.3 war. Decent. 13 games into <laughs> 13 the season. Game. Oof. Solid. Never been happier to see a guy not in the AL Central.
1: And then we talked about it. I mean, I know obviously he was such a big annoyance at the top of the lineup for the Twins against the White Sox and, I mean, every other team that they played. But I think that's going to be the rare win-win trade for both those teams because, you know, the so. White Sox saw it. Pablo Lopez shut you guys down after that first inning on Tuesday. yeah. And he's been Pablo, great for his first three starts. Pablo had a pretty shitty first
0: inning. White Sox should have put up more runs. They had bases loaded, no outs. They still got two runs. Thanks to Andrew Vaughn's Andrew. double. But after that, I think Pablo went on to like retire like twenty in a row or some
1: shit. Yeah, I think like I think that. it was 20, 23 in a row. They lifted mm-hmm. him with two outs in the eighth inning.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean they Pretty couldn't good.
0: touch him. They couldn't touch him. His sweeper and his changeup were unreal. Yep. So, but
1: Pablo Lopez.
0: let's talk about 100%. the Cubs. Cubs, Cubs, right now as they sit, they're six and five. They're one and a half games back from the Brewers. Cubs are rocking a positive plus 10 run differential right now.
2: I mean, on, yeah.
0: it's, I don't, <laughs> I mean, I, I think we all know what it is, but this is a nice kind of little surprise to start the season. Oh yeah. yeah. I think that's fair to say, right? Absolutely.
1: This Bye. is exactly this. Is, I mean, I, I said it uh, after that. I mean, the Tuesday game was, fu- or it was amazing. Hayden was an I'm so, I'm so sorry again. It's the classic pinwheels, uh, Ivy Jinx. Mm. Like Hayden wasneski's looked terrible. Yeah, I didn't fall for that again. I, didn't, I did worse. not bet on him again. His his start looked worse than it was. Only two earned runs. There was two big errors in that second inning. And how many pitchers were called balls? Seven. Like, seven. Right? I, yeah, I looked. I looked back at that, like, Kevin. Yeah, you're right. Seven uh, called okay. balls were in the strike zone. So, but he he didn't get no. He did, he didn't strike anybody out. Nobody was really uh, fooled by his slider. He hasn't been sharp. I think it's a mechanical little fix, though. The fastball looks a little off, so it's probably something in his motion. Look at that video. Get it together. Shut down the A's next week. But the Cubs are down seven to zero. So. Second so. inning. We're MFing everybody. Kevin. 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 Do you know when you get positive, Kevin? When the Cubs are like trailing. When the Cubs yes. are just getting their ass blown out. Kevin's like, "Come on, guys. Let's uh, stick together here. Let's get a couple runs." Uh hold them down, put a couple zeros, and then it, it took the Cubs two innings. But went I mean, seven-zero, and then they went eight nine to seven heading into the fourth inning.
2: And I always say, How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. No, nah, that was like literally like two chomps. That was so fast. <laughs> that was so fucking fast. Like it was oh, like, like I went on a walk. And so that whole inning, I'm actually on a walk around my neighborhood. And uh, I've got my phone out, so I have literally I'm, I could have probably walked into traffic not knowing I was just literally like locked into the fucking the game on, on my MLB app or whatever. And I'm like, I'm serious, like every time it happened, I'm like Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Are you? And every time I'm like, Oh, okay, well it's probably gonna end, and I could put the phone back in my pocket because I'm starting to get like kung fu GI Joe kung fu grip from holding a phone and walking. And you know when you start getting the the, the build of the water, bottle I'm like, Okay, okay, nope, kept going, kept going. It that whole half inning was. 15 minutes minimum of my walk. And every time it kept getting more and more, my pace started increasing. Like it's like if I had a playlist that started going from like bluegrass to like techno Um, while I was like trying to like pace myself, it was insane. And and the fact is, you know, it was a tough day to hit the wind or the, to pitch the wind was blown out. You know, and I'll, I'll touch on the Wesneski thing too is, is he's a rookie, you know, it really is a rookie. Um and he's gonna have these moments. He's gonna learn. He's gotta learn to pitch at Wrigley. He's gotta learn what works and how to throw when the wind is blowing out at Wrigley because it happens on a regular basis. It's just part of the beast of playing there. Um, but although I mean again, you, you brought it up, was that two thousand was it twenty seventeen, last time we had something that felt like that? Was it like it was just. It felt oh, different. It's oh no, fifteen because it felt. I, different.
1: I specifically brought up fifteen, and this is why. I know some people are making fun of me. It's like, well, they lost. What? Who? Or, like, they didn't win that year. Like, no, no, that's not the point, guys. No, like, the point is the feeling of like. It, it, in retrospect, we look back at those teams like, oh, they were always good. Like, no, no, no. the 2015 Cubs. I was. I looked it up specifically because I'm like, no fuckers i i that team wasn't projected to just be fuckers they, they weren't just projected to run away with the nl central from oh, 2015 they were
2: 1 year away from yeah. even being yeah. irrelevant.
1: cuz the 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 guy the big stars weren't up yet chris bryant like they were playing the service time shit with mm. him he didn't come up until like you know the second week of april or or whatever it was i mean Javier Baez that year he started the year at AAA. he got hurt he didn't come up until september yep. Aston russell you know shitty guy uh, came up later in the year uh Kyle Schwarber was later in the year. Wilson Contreras was until 2016. The 2015 Cubs—they uh, were projected to win like 82 games. They're—they're they're like a barely like 500 projected team, which mm-hmm. is similar to this team. Yes, the the makeup is different. There's more veterans. There's not as many like high profile at the stars. Like there's not a Chris Bryant up, you know, right. like waiting in the wings. Maybe maybe if Pete Carl Armstrong has a huge year this year, maybe he becomes he gets close to that level. But even then. That, that's a high expectation. Chris Bryant was like, and even Chris Bryant, we didn't know, like that wasn't a guarantee that he, Chris Bryant was going to be the player that he turned out to be with the Cubs. But like, it's it's the it's that feeling of if certain things go right, and like it, it's not not everything has to fall into place because like we've seen we've seen some cracks even in even in their good play early on, but they have enough decent, just decent enough players. Like I think we forget how bad, how many bad players they had on the roster last mm-hmm. year, and like j- just the it, and even like I, I know I know we, we've been talking about it since like January since he was signed. Even Eric Hosmer, as much as I don't think that like in the long term it's going to work out with him,
4: mm-hmm.
1: like even him at at his baseline at his baseline is like so much better than what they had at first base. So like, even that, just these these improvements across the board at different positions. They, it's a group that like they they're out to prove something. Dansby Swanson's coming in, he he's like this is my team now, kind of because you know he's with he was with so many other stars uh, in Atlanta, and he signs the big free agent deal. So it's like kind of you know he has he's the guy who's going to be looked at as like oh it's it's Dansby Swanson's team.
0: Make me an offer,
1: Troy. Make me an offer. <laughs> That, so you can you can you can flee some guys. He's hot. And like the pitching, the, I know it's been frustrating with Wozneski, but he's still young. It's only two starts, and we saw what he can do when he's on last year. Marcus Stroman has looked great. Justin Steele has looked great. Mm-hmm. Even Drew Smile, Drew, like Drew Smiley, what we saw last time. It was like what five innings, one run. You're gonna like that's all again, like we're talking about Lance Lynn, he went six innings even three. Like mm-hmm. you'll take it. You just want quality starts from these guys, uh mm-hmm. lower in your in your starting rotation. And that's just like kind of the feeling you get. Like there are there are a few younger guys that could come up, contribute, make this team fun. You have a couple stars. Yeah, Swanson's playing great. Nico Horner's playing great. Ian Happ, mm-hmm. Ian Happ is off to an amazing star. He's like a 500 on um, base percentage, and extension. We can get into that too. Uh, like there, the pieces are there, guys. I I know maybe I have the drinking the Kool Aid, have the glasses on, whatever. Like mm-hmm. they God. are better, and I know everyone's with like, like oh, like they don't, they don't have like a lot of stars. No, they, not all the stars that were there in 2015 were stars yet. Anthony like, Rizzo, like he was a good player, like you know he was, was like okay first baseman, right? Mm-hmm. But like took a big step in 2015.
0: Javi Baez.
1: Javi Baez after that. Yeah. Like Javi Baez, like, he wasn't even playing every day until 2016. Right. Uh, this, just, like, that year, Dexter Fowler was, they signed him to play center field. Why? They just needed somebody to be steady. Yep. Just a veteran player in center field. Yep. Who did the Cubs get this year? Cody Bellinger. Yep. Just someone to be a good defensive player in center field, and hopefully he gets hot. And that's, like, I mean, he hit a home run today. Just get him rolling. Get some of those other guys rolling. Call up some of the guys in, and I get it. I'll, I'll, I'm with you, Kevin, because as long as these guys are producing, as long as Eric Cosmer keeps hitting like near 300, fine. Yep. That's fine. I'll take it. That's fair. And like, as long as, like, even, even I'm not the biggest magical guy, but I mean, he was hitting, up until today, you know, he got a couple of starts recently. He was like hitting three 300s. So as long as these guys just keep producing, the starting rotation is, I think, is going to get better. Like, Hayden Wisniewski isn't going to be shitty every time out. And the other guys, Jameson Tyon, again, another the 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 thing that's been frustrating about some of these losses has been the Cubs do need to have like near perfect defense and when and you and we've seen it when they don't they start to give up these runs and right now the the offense especially without say Suzuki and without uh too much left-handed power uh they like they don't have that huge firepower fire power to stay in games even though I mean they did it on Tuesday. But that fourteen runs, eighteen hits. You're not gonna get that. You're not gonna get that on a
2: daily basis.
1: So I'm pumped at least. I least. I'm pumped. I, can, I love.
2: Oh. <laughs> I love Aldo on the Kool Aid. It's it's super 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 great, and I'm really happy about it. I I just again a little cold water on all of this because we've had our hearts broken before. Um, at this point, the Cubs are currently six and five. Um, last year through seven games, the Cubs were five and six. Um, they had actually had an easier schedule last year than this year, um, so that's a bonus. But uh, uh, as of April 12th of last year, or you know, the the Cubs were three games over 500 on April 18th of last year. Um, they were six, no, excuse me, uh, or two games oh, over 500. Uh-oh. Six. They were six and four on uh, April 18th last year after a four to two win over the Devil Rays. Um, so. At this point, when they were six and four, they're six and five. It's really close. Um, you know, before we get too th- tight up in the, again, it's a different schedule this year, which is great because we get to play everybody. Um, and I think the Mariners are a good team. So I think that the Cubs have actually played in their first two series, they've played two of the tougher, you know, two of three series against good teams. I, the Rangers are not bad either, but I just so, want to ask. I'm not, I'm not trying to throw Kool Aid, like cold, cold I water on you.
1: Who's playing first base during this time last year? Oh God, the Schwindel
2: experiment. Who's um,
1: playing center field for the Cubs this time last year?
2: Mm, I have probably some guys back in groceries. Not this. Who's farm, playing second? Like, like, like who's Alizé, playing, right?
1: Who's, uh No, at first base it was a fucking Schwindel. Center field was, you know, was, yeah, was like Rafael Ortega, Ortega, Hermosillo. and it was like, Happen
2: Center. It was Happen Center. No, no. Happen left. And uh, say it was, playing, right? but we have yeah. Saya last year at this time too.
1: And this time you know, they don't, and they're still six right, and five. Right, Look at right,
2: right. you're making my argument for me, no, Kevin. No, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to kill your argument either. Bro, I am 100 uh, percent swimming in the right Kool-Aid. i have got Wolfram Bridley diabetes from the Kool-Aid at this point. You just I'm, I literally just talked ourselves through a seven down seven of deficit. I'm 100, I am hundred again. This is the team that I picked to win the division. I'm actually feeling really I'm happy about this, but I, also you gotta temper at the expectation, the fact that long season. You know things. Things have gone really well for the Cubs, but the one thing that we took away, we talked about this with Joe from Obvious Shirts a couple weeks ago. This team isn't built for hot and cold streaks. This team is built by moving the line, putting the ball in play, playing great defense. So, like you say, you know, when the defense comes up, yeah, this team is built to pick the ball. And when they don't, they're not going to be as good as what they. They're they're bad. They're not great. But that's the that's the that's the 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 buildup, the makeup of this team, which is I love. Teams that play great defense and put the ball in play, and so this team is doing something that again, I'm going to say this: baseball is going to go back to here over time. This only long ball or strikeout mentality and approach is now that they can't blame the shift, and they can't. They found out that moving the rubber back actually makes it harder to hit. They're finding out that they're, hey, they're going to have to adjust each the guys that are putting the ball in play now become more valuable. I know that like Eric Hosmer, for example, doesn't hit a lot of homers. But watching his at-bats are pleasurable to me because he just strafes the ball. He fights off pitches. and I mean, did you see that hit the other day? The ball was like six, six eight inches outside. He just kind of kept his hands back and just popped it out, found some outfield grass, and started an inning. Like, these are – this team is fun to watch. And, and, you know, I mean, they're not even doing like – they're not a bunch of shenanigans. Like, they're really not. Like, they're just – out the way they play the game, Dansby Swanson – scoring on that on basically like a single because oh, he so defense.
1: that was still. like that and was like football. no matter what level of fan you are that was just like baseball orgasm yep.
2: <laughs> he just <laughs> literally caught a guy sleeping and just boom and took it and took it and he pops up i mean this is that's good hard nosed blue collar baseball it was like it was like look, look at our star free agent hustling up in like <sighs> late
1: in a game in a five-run game but he's still hustling
2: cubs marketing team's like oh fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck,
4: yeah, fuck yeah, yeah.
0: History. So uh, actual like news news, though, that I want you guys to talk about is the Cubs handed out a pretty important contract extension on Wednesday. Um, this player is obviously his future with the squad was thought to be very much in jeopardy last season. Uh, even going into this year, it was, I don't know if he's going to be here next year. And then on yeah. Wednesday, that all changed because the Cubs gave – uh Ian Hap a three year extension. So what do you guys think about that?
1: Uh I mean if you look at the you look at the term, it's three years, 61 million dollars. So the, the money amazing. seems about the money's it, great. The money's great. It's twenty like twenty million dollars a year. The years though, is, like it's surprising because it's like Ian Hap could have waited, you know, another six months, hit free agency, probably could have easily topped a hundred million dollars, like if you wanted to, like on a five, six year deal. Uh, Cause I mean, if you look at Ben and got this past year, he got five for 75 uh, and, but then have in a much weaker uh, free agent class for position players. He could have been like a top, top five uh, free agent sign, which again, sounds crazy, but that's just like the free agent class. That's going to be, um, there's no excuse for the Cubs. Now they have, they have Ian half for three years on the, um, like, again, it, it, it's not a long-term commitment. So the deal starts in 2024. They locked up Nico Horner, same thing. his three year extension starts in 2024. They have Swanson locked up uh, for six more years after 23. save Suzukis three more years after this year. Uh, there's no excuse to like sign a premier free agent starting pitcher because th- th- that's where, that's what the free agent class the the big stars are uh, this coming year. They can't fall back on like, oh, well, we have, you know, we have a Jason Hayward contract on the books here that we we don't have the flexibility. No, 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 no. (laughs) You don't. You have these guys on like fairly reasonable deals. Uh Like you can argue team friendly deals, which, hey, Uh congrats. Ian Hap said it and you can see it, but the commitment, Ian Hap again, could have waited six more months, played another. He could have just repeated. He didn't have to be that much better than he was last year. He would have broke the bank for him. Long-term deal, he could he could have like named his price almost just because of the weak free agent class, but he only signs a three-year deal. Like he just wanted to save the cups, feels comfortable. We don't again. Every case is different in free agency. What players feel, what they want, what their priorities are. Mm-hmm. Ian Hap heading into his prime years, he's like, I'm good, love it here. Give me three years. Give me a little bump in the AAV. And let's call it a deal. That, I think he, I, I think
0: he really kind of took a step back and looked around and saw what was going on with Tansy Swanson, you know, coming out of the gate hot. Nico's fucking a very good baseball player for a lot of years to come. And he's probably just like, I want to be part of this. Like, I I think I can fuck with this and put yeah. ink to paper.
2: But that said too, I mean, all the, a lot of these guys, all these guys really wanted to stay. It was just a matter of, you know, in one case, one guy getting an actual contract offer and the other two getting something that was more market value. This is market value for Ian Hatt. This is a good. It may, it may be a slight tick down in a pay cut, but all those guys were willing to take a pay cut if it was a larger contract with some no trade, you know, protection and whatnot. So this is a. It's a nice step for the Cubs. The Nico Horner deal, I think, is going to age well and be way under market by the time he's done with oh, uh, the contract. I wholeheartedly um, agree. I think Nico kind of yeah. jumped a little too soon. Even I almost feel bad for the kid, but he, you know, he's young and they take advantage of it. That's fine. It's whatever. He's getting paid now. It feels nice. Um, he's not worried about that just yet. And you do, you have a team that's set and and Yupper is dead on with this, is that he says that, he, you know, he gave a slight discount, but can get another mega deal after this one runs out if he produces. And he's not going to get it with the Cubs because the three-year deal also keeps the window open for the Cubs, for the Pete Cole Armstrongs, the Owen Casey's, the Kevin Alcantara's, the other young prospects that are coming up that in three years are, are going to be guys that you can get for cheap that are going to produce really well. And, you know, at that point, I think we'll see Ian Hap jump to the next you know the next you know franchise that he goes to but he's gonna get a big payday if he produces and it'll be like one of those we appreciate you Ian. you know unless he turns in like, like a massive mvp or whatever but it'll be like a we appreciate Ian and go get it buddy we appreciate it. we also have this though and this is this is really awesome you know this is just helps them make a better you know franchise it's it's, it's it's a healthy franchise when the prospects pan out and so i think this is a good deal for ian he's gonna get more money after this he did, I you know. He he took something slight. He's betting on himself, just slight a tad, you know, because he could, like you said, he could have taken a bigger deal, longer years in free agency. But he, you know what? He's got a coffee here. <laughs> Sorry, uh, he's got a podcast. Like he's got a lot of things that keep him grounded here. And, and I, again, Cub fans love him. He is he is so indicative and representative of like the Cubs. He is such a great ambassador for it. You know, Dansby Swanson going to become that just watching him play. Nico is that, you know, getting there too. But Ian Hap has gone through the – he's one thing that people can relate to is Ian Hap hasn't always had it on a silver platter. Ian Hap has gone up and down, and he has gone through the human experience that we've all done and gone through as, like, humans that he has struggled and then had to – you know, he got kicked in the teeth and, you know, had to question whether or not he's going to come back. And then he did come back. You know, he was sent down I don't know how many times. Although, I mean – and the kid just kept growing, came back, was persistent – you know, and you just keep pushing forward. You keep punching until you finally get your opportunity. And finally things start falling into place. And now here he is signing a good 20 million plus, you know, AAV contract with the Cubs to stick around. I mean, he's perfect. He's a perfect ambassador for not just lovable losers, but for blue collar people everywhere that have struggled and then have found some way to push through things or those that are going through it and to let them know, Hey guys, guess what? Shit's a little sour right now, but if you keep punching, you keep punching forward. It's there on the other side. You just got to swing through, you know, Couple miles of shit like in Shawshank to get there, and and he did. And that makes it so exciting to see him. I, I it makes it easy to root for Ian Happ, like he's so easy to root for in so many uh, ways. And that makes yeah, it
1: like, like maybe this isn't like a good, like apples to apples comparison, but like you said, he was sent down. So he comes up. So when was he drafted? He was drafted 2015, calls up, gets called up in 2017 in May, has 24 home runs his rookie season. It's pretty damn good. 2018, you know, he's the leadoff hitter. Uh, Splitting time at leadoff with Elmora, getting some outfield time, getting moved around a little. Yeah, uh, he, he was like an okay. He was like, I think he finished the year like slightly above average. Uh, twenty nineteen, you know, there's a discussion still of uh, you know the Cubs needs to shake something up on offense. What are they going to do out of spring training? We like we thought Ian Happ was he's like a guaranteed on the spot, right? He starts out the year at AAA guys. He goes from starting uh, like opening day starter in twenty eighteen. To riding the buses, like they like they like to say uh, on his podcast at AAA uh, mm-hmm. with the Iowa Cubs, he doesn't get called up until July. And remember, twenty nineteen it's not like the Cubs were like on fire in twenty nineteen, <laughs> like they could have used uh, any solid hitter hitters that they had. He doesn't get called up until July. Since that, like, if he finishes off uh, twenty nineteen decently, the twenty twenty year happens. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever he had mixed results. That he had like one great month, and then he had like a bad September. Mm-hmm. 2021 happens the cubs are like we're we're quote-unquote trying uh he do, he doesn't get consistent playing time in the first half and I still remember that, uh, that that's when uh, Jake Marisnick was with the cubs and we're like Jake Marisnick should deserve uh, more playing time over Ian hap. Yep. And then you know everybody gets traded ever since he's gotten like everyday starts in left field where he now feels comfortable he's been like a top 10 left fielder in baseball. Wins the gold glove last year and now is getting paid what he should. And again, like you know, like Yumper said, he's as long as he continues to produce, it's a short gamble in the short term for him, but as long as he keeps producing, he's gonna he's gonna be in line for another payday.
2: Just great great stuff. I uh, just yeah, good revive. I
0: don't think I've seen you two this happy about the team in a couple Good years. Good
2: It's been a bit, man. It's you know, it's been
1: a, it's been literally. Kevin said it. They haven't been multiple games like they they lost on Wednesdays. So they're six and five, but the, being at six and four, it was almost a calendar year since yeah. they were two games over
0: five. I love to see it. I love to see you two this into it. I love it. It's great. I got yeah. my new CHDO shirt. On, you, you know, it's always sunny. else up, but on the back it says. The vibes are immaculate. And I feel yes. like uh that's where you that's where what we'll level you two are on, right? And it
1: and it's it was like the back-to-back nights though. Too. It's just like it yeah. when things happen like freak because it was the Nico Horner. I wouldn't know anything about
0: Monday. that because the White Sox can't win a series. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the Nico Horner walk-off on Monday night, his first career walk-off, the incredible comeback win on Tuesday after l- they're losing 7-0. And like, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. It's annoying that they won the first two games in each of these series against Texas uh, and then Seattle. And then they just, like, lay an egg in game three, which was a pattern that we saw in 2018, like, even when they were good. Uh, and they're not at that level, close to that level yet. But, uh, like you said, that there's encouraging signs with the White Sox. There's a lot of encouraging signs with the Cubs. Like, oh. it's just Dan, – Dansby Swanson hitting 400; He's 16 for 40. He had a four-hit game on Tuesday, left in the fifth inning.
2: You know, and one thing we're we're not even touching on is the fact that we've talked about this on the show a few times, although you brought it up a million times, you gotta miss barrels. That bullpen, which has done a fantastic job this year, is what third in the league in strikeouts?
1: I think, yeah, third in the National League, sixth overall after Tuesday.
2: Yep, that's uh that's that's big time. Like the, these are things that make a difference. And look. A lot of people, you know, it, it can be, you know, you can have, you can be the Yankees and have all that, you know, like massive, like star power, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that's all fun. You know, LA, the star power, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there's something to be said about watching a team that goes up there and grinds at bats that goes up there and puts pressure on the defense that, that, that runs their ass off every time they, you know, they find ways to just take back. I mean, the Cubs are aggressive on the base pass too. And I love seeing it. And and there's a lot of good movement um, with, you know, and so, it's it's so easy to enjoy watching a ball club that and This is again, this is why this is my favorite brand of baseball. We talked about when Joe was on. This is if there was ever a Cubs team, like, even KB in, in that group, I love that group. That's not my style of baseball. I'm not a strikeout, hit the ball, uh, strikeouts, eh? the time, right? I hate them. And so strikeouts are the worst. And so this is a team that's literally built to, to not do it. Now you have a couple guys peppered in there. This is the thing. This lineup and the way it's constructed makes guys like Patrick Wisdom so palatable to me because he's not going to be, he's not expected, he's not. You're not trying to make him something he's not. But you got enough guys around him that are going to put the ball in play, like Hosmer, like you know, like like Nico. Um, You know, even even with Madrigal too. I mean, Madrigal when he's out there, he's not playing every day. But right now, he has to now because Dansby's out for a couple of days. But even when he's out there, yesterday, he you know he he you know remember he stole third the other day on an inside move. You know, guy tries to invert, he just he breaks early, reads it and takes third, ends up being Nico Horners RBI game winning. you know, our, you know game-winning run. He like literally on that, in that extra inning yeah. stole third without a pitch. Like these are they're just doing things right. And it's going to drive White Sox fans nuts, but right now Nick Magical is flourishing in his role I'm and happy. It is he. He is you know. He made a throwing error the other day, and nobody gave a shit. For the first time, I feel like Nick Madrigal made a mistake and was like, "Fuck it, move on." Like they turned the page. I was like, "Ah, well." Until later in the game, I did
1: see there's a chopper that get over his head, and it's like, well, if there is a normal sized human being at third base, yeah, people, people some
0: people people, beef loaf. Uh, are constantly saying that about Andrew Vaughn. Andrew first. Vaughn, right? <laughs> Even though he made a nice sleeping catch on Tuesday, Wednesday it got over his head.
2: I do think, and although we talked about this too, is the, uh, I think that they're giving way too much credit to Eric Hosmer for his defense when he's just really nice. just, bull just 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 because you bull swiped, you know, Olay, basically. closing his eyes? Close your eyes and swing your glove. Yeah, just hope it's- I, I saw someone tweet
0: like, <laughs> You can't argue with Hosmer's defense. And I saw the big swipe scoop he did. Pure luck.
1: Like, oh, he, he's done out. that twice though. He's done yeah. that twice and everyone's like jizzing their p- and like, hey, if it was Anthony Rizzo, I probably would be too. Like I not there's a built-in bias. But I remember going back to spring training, there was a similar play. And like it, it wasn't even it, it wasn't on the side, Kevin. It was like more, it was like right in front of his face. And like <laughs> he closed he literally closes his eyes as he's closing his glove. And every like Padres fan comes out of the bushes and was like, yep, welcome to the Eric Hosmer experience. Yep, this is what you're gonna see. Uh yep, can't really catch a ball when you close your eyes.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he, he does a lot of other things though, away from the bag. Um, you know, that that make him well, a, he's tall. it makes him a four-time glove, glove glover. But how he picks the bell at first ain't it. Um you know what it reminds me of though it's gonna piss a lot of people off. Mark Grace did the same shit his whole career. Mark Grace was <laughs> Like, just the, the yeah, I don't know how it
0: Did it with a sig hanging out of his mouth, it's true. So he's it's fucking a heater, batting
2: gloves, and yeah, yeah, probably Mark, in the clubhouse after having sex with a plus size woman. And um, Osborne does have four gold gloves, and that's it's it's away, I, away from the reception, the receiving is what got him his gold glove. He fields the ball. I didn't know it was four. range. I,
1: thought, I knew he had a couple, I didn't know it was four. His God last damn. one was like in 17.
2: He crashes hard. He does a lot of those things really, really, really well. Um, So, but if you go 70% on those types of picks, people will have the perception that you're an absolute ninja over there. And I think that's kind of what's happened right now. He has missed a few. So, you know, but it's hard. You know, at least Mark Grace had the excuse if it was fucking Sean Dunson throwing like 185 miles an hour across the diamond from like, you know, next to the pitcher's mound. But... You know, it's, it's still, I mean, uh, you love it. Like again, although you and I, I mean, you, obviously you weren't super high on Hosmer and I've been trolling you the whole time because I'm super high on just what yeah. Hosmer does and he's doing what he does, but I'm even more critical of that swipe than, you know, I'm, I, I don't like it, uh, but Hey, these guys are doing little things and, and little things equal big things in the scheme of things. When you're playing in a poorly fundamental league and you play good fundamentals, you find a way to stand out. And the Cubs play good fundamental baseball and against a team of equal talent they're going to beat them every time and with a team that's superior talent the cubs have a pretty good shot of beating them right now the way they're doing this and i love how the cubs play this is this is not just a testament to you know david ross has some things to clean up on the uh, decision end sure and maybe he's not the answer but i'll tell you what the answer of at least solid fundamentals this coaching staff needs to be commended for how well the cubs have played the game of baseball in all three facets this entire uh, 2023 campaign so far. We just feel
1: like an engine rev in the background. Did, did we get oh, it?
2: Oh shit! Oh shit! He's around. No, did we... <laughs> we didn't get it. Uh,
0: no, but I. There are things that you know are very encouraging. With the, like, you gotta love when a team steps out and wins one of the big free agents, and he comes out of the gate producing right away.
4: Yep. Yep.
0: Like that's a great feeling because you know if it went the other way cubs fans would be all over him mm-hmm. you know yeah, so for had him, bad
2: I mean, spring. he had a horrible spring. Four. he had what four hits, yes. four hits all spring it was like oh here's shit here we go and then two
1: of them but two of them well, came yeah. like his last two games but yeah was like two for 30 <laughs> you know
0: you love seeing cody Bellinger already having two home runs you know mm-hmm. he's doing he's got a cody Bellinger stat line hitting 238 but slug it or oh with a 703 ops i mean Okay. Like,
1: like he just like it, uh him his first three games was against Milwaukee. Uh you know, tough uh starter pitchers there, uh Burns, Woodruff, um, and I think it was Lauer. It might have been Lauer the third game, or was it Peralta? Lauer, I think. And he went 0 for eleven. Right. And everybody's like, fuck <laughs> what happened. Right. <laughs> but he's been he's been he's been pretty much now, as good as you would want him to do since then. One of the
0: things I want to ask you guys is Who's your starting catcher? I know, but if you're, if you're, if, if they call <laughs> you two up tomorrow and they're like, Hey, we need you guys to, you guys are making the lineup. It's young. It's young. Yeah. Cause he, Cause he at his...
1: least is complete. I mean, I know I've heard nothing but great things about Tucker Brunner I think he's an Indiana dude. Hmm. Uh so I think he has like close friendships with like some Cubs people, but Dude can't hit. <laughs> Jan whoa, Gomes can at least get into one. Jan Gomes is one fifty four. Yeah, I mean, but he has he has thrown in the home, home run. He, he has hit the ball out of the out out of the out out, yeah. out, out into the outfield.
2: Again, a Tucker team predicated Brown has four hits. But but yeah. here's the thing, Zo, so, <laughs> and a team predicated on pitching and defense and playing the fundamental game of baseball, Gomes is a perfect decision, and this is the old school style of. I'm willing to take a catcher that might hit one fucking 80. That is if old school. Great sure. jump, if he calls a great game and he throws runners out and he keeps everybody honest and he saves bases. The value of his performance behind the dish far outweighs his ability to hit the baseball. We saw that with Wilson Contreras last year. Hits like fucking hell, but catches like shit and and poop. And he's not great. And you see with Gomes, the pitchers throw well, especially the way that he's handling the bullpen. I'll take a one eight. I mean, he, I mean, again, this is David Ross incarnate. I mean, really, <laughs>
1: literally, it's that's what the Cubs are. Another 2015 parallel. What mm-hmm. are uh-huh. the Cubs catching? So, it's like Miguel Montero, David Ross,
2: and While just looking I at had all had these numbers. Here. Ooh,
0: so mine. Patrick Wisdom is your two outcome guy, huh?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: He either either oh. gets into one or he strikes out.
2: And the Cubs yeah. need to utilize his his traditional pattern. He's going to be freaking lightning hot for april a and a little one. bit in may and then once he's burned out you have other options and magical can step in if he starts struggling you know you don't have to like you don't you're not stuck with uh patrick wisdom when he goes through this uh, the eventual hi i'm patrick wisdom i'll see you on next friday after i hit a, I a couple hits today on a, on a monday i'll see you like in four or five games you don't have to worry about that and, and that's the nice part about it. this is why it makes this roster again makes him so much more palatable it's in, it's enjoyable to watch a guy that goes up there and it's always a threat to hit a home run. He eats lefties for breakfast. He is fantastic against lefties. So you throw him out there against the lefties. You let him play a little bit against the righties. But it's not like you're not preaching that this guy is like the the the, the next so and so. He's just part of a cohesive unit that does things well when all placed together like pieces of a puzzle. And that's what yeah, makes but he, it.
1: He's been ha- I think he's been batting like sixth or seventh. Like that's mm-hmm. that's, that's perfect. 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 Yeah, yep. if he he can get up there with a couple guys on and hopefully he's and a then- home run. I've do, always you guys, said on a good do you guys team. think that he's fine?
0: Do you guys think that Marcus Stroman keeps up the K per nine at ten?
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Th- that was the thing, though, because uh, I think he early last year too he he wasn't getting as many ground balls as he normally does, uh, with a little bit higher strikeout rate than his career mm-hmm. uh, numbers. But this year, he's still getting the ground balls. So like there hasn't been a lot of fly balls. He's he has the strike high strikeout rate. Uh obviously I mean, he's not gonna stick to that. I don't think he's ever been he's been like a league average strikeout guy, I think, at best. Uh but as long as he keeps getting the ground balls, which he has been through his first three starts, I mean, he's I think going back to his last like 23, 24 starts, he has like a two ERA. Yeah. I
2: and mean, he's you know what he's doing too, and he's he's learning again, we talked he's learning how to pitch at Wrigley. Wait, wait, Owen Casey hit three home runs tonight. Hold up! Oh, baby. <laughs> Speaking of why yeah. you know, three-year contract, uh, he hit a 459-foot homer, and he also hit a grand. Oh I know. who's that? Who's? Oh yeah, that's O.N.K.C. Yeah. Oh, I like that, Ryan. O.N.K.C. O-N-K-C. Ooh, that's a hashtag. Three homers to so have 459. In right
0: fielder, though. What level is he at? Double uh, A. Double A.
1: Tennessee.
2: It's not. He's he's the he's, he's the uh, he's only 20 years old. He's the kid they got from the Padres, man. He's the Canadian. He's a he's Canadian? the he's the full on ginger that needs a lot of sunscreen. Him and Pete Crow Armstrong, sunscreen outfield. Like that'll Let's be
1: trade. Cool. So who do you want? Who do you want? <laughs> what are you giving up for own case?
2: Left handed bat, cannon hey, of a the, arm on the right
1: side.
0: Was he the dude that was in the playing for Canada? Yeah. Yes. The World Baseball he's the one conflict? with the
1: home run off of uh, he's a lefty
2: Atlanta. bat, but he hit the yeah, no. throw he's got a cannon. He's got a cannon. Like I mean, th- th- this, is a
1: bit, this is a pretty big jump. But he's 20 years old at double A.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: No,
0: that's impressive. And like, I like what I saw with him in uh, World Baseball Classic, too.
2: Huge fan of him. He, he's one of the guys that I really like of, of the Cubs prospects. I mean, obviously, Pete Crow Armstrong, as long as he stays healthy. But Owen Casey, to me, has always felt like inevitable. Um, you know, that was the of that trade for you, Darvish. He was the guy that I was like, this guy isn't like some sort of like teenage crapshoot. This guy is already a at age 18 basically he was a beast already and you know you see him see some of the way you know just the way he swings his bat it has a different sound and that's what makes him so special too so you know of that tra- that might be the steal of the u darvis trade and, you know in a couple of years we'll talk about all the other prospects that came over you know Chris was it uh who else came over from that deal that was like uh well the
1: other big name was uh, uh Prisata. Prisata. Prisata, yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and, and we're Mayna. talking about
1: Mania, yeah there's somebody else, but you know, uh, right now Owen Casey is clearly the uh, the stud in that trade. Because oh yeah, I mean honestly, the other guys really haven't. Presado again, uh, I think had injuries last year, but uh, you know, eight, Owen Casey has definitely separated himself from that group uh, from that U. darvis trade, which at first looked tough because like <laughs> nothing was happening in 21 for those guys.
2: And speaking of prospects, Kate Horton, the Cubs oh between K's, five K's, two and two thirds. Yep, pro debut two and two and a third, two hits, five uh, Ks, forty-seven pitches, thirty strikes.
1: That slider of his, that I mean, I know I get it. It's single, it's like low A ball. So like any any spin is gonna trick or is gonna fool most of the hitters down there. But that slider is nasty.
2: <laughs> so and this is the thing you gotta think about too. Cade Horton is what he's uh, twenty-one years old. So he's a twenty-one year old, and he's starting out against eighteen-year-old kids and seventeen-year-old like you know foreign prospects too that are coming in a little bit younger. So he's going to dominate a little bit there. I'm looking forward, to, but but you look at the stuff, right? You look at the stuff, right? And the stuff is pretty good. Fitz, do you um, look at the stuff? I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the stuff and his stuff. He's you don't just go into nine.
1: your rooms though, turn off the lights,
2: turn right. on the computer, look at guys stuff.
1: No, somebody, finish. Finish. Oh, somebody
2: grab some Kleenex. <laughs> Someone grabbed from some Kleenex. He's wearing number nine. So it's number nine is, is his number. Because I'm going to really like him if he's a Niner. It might be. I'm a Niner guy. So if you're... If you're
1: give on, uh, how did Palencia do?
2: Palencia. I think
1: he, he pitched tonight. Um, but, you know, Cubs. Cubs have some studs coming up. It's just that the, the trouble with that is just like they're maybe like a year or two away. Yeah.
2: Which is uh, perfect for, again, a three-year contract for Ian Happ. You know,
1: after after you bring in Otani, you settle him in, Uh, you'll you'll find a way to work it out.
2: So you can so what you can do is you can backload Otani's contract. I love how you say that all casual. The half a billion though. Mm-hmm.
1: I read, I read uh, Bob Nightingale. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Uh, but you know, you know what you can do is you can take that Otani you know half a billion dollar contract over whatever ten years, and you can say hey in year four or year two or year three I make it year three I guess your pay is going to jump because you can pay him a little bit less while you have the Ian Hap contract. And then once you get those younger guys up, there goes Otani's contract. You got Owen Casey, you got Pico Armstrong, you got Kevin Alcatara. Hey, you don't have to pay that much. And you've also got a starting pitcher. Oh, so, absolutely. So
1: I think you had it in your prediction. You, you or no, you had Trout getting traded. Do you think More crack, do you think Otani here. gets traded in the summer? If like the angels are just out of it again?
0: It's um, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility.
1: Well, I think if they're out of it, I think they have to, because I don't think he's, he's not going to resign with them. Right, I mean, trash again.
0: they would rather get something for him than let him just walk.
1: All right, let's just, little round table here. Cubs and Sox. Who are we giving up?
0: The Sox would have to give him like, the entire city of Birmingham <laughs> or some shit.
1: Colson Montgomery. Well, obviously. For starters. Probably um,
2: Yohan Moncada.
1: Mankata. Mankata. Uh, I mean with, yeah. With
2: the Cubs, like, I'm not willing to take a certain combination of players. So like for the
1: Cubs, you probably have to give up uh like top top three yeah, prospects, I mean, like PCA. The
2: Cubs
0: at least have Contra. the horses for it. The, the White Sox have no chance. On,
2: they're basically no? it's kind of uh yeah, that's I mean, it, it would have
0: to be like Aloy, Moncada, uh Montgomery. Copec. Um, Colback Like I have
2: to I have to think long and hard about the idea of like, is it you know at this point we're seeing I'm sure we you you know, absolute that, I don't know if the Cubs I don't I don't know if it would be uh, very prudent for the Cubs to make a trade. Uh I, I think that this one is worth I, I as much as I think Otani is the most incredible baseball player right now, um, in the game and him and Mike Trout are both like literally generational. I don't think for the Cubs it's will it's worth just you're throwing out your prospects with Otani um, if it guts everything. Like, you know, if you give up a Casey, you give up a a couple major league guys um, and you give up, you know, a couple other well light prospects, but I don't, you you can't burn the farm for Otani. I just, I feel like you've got, especially a couple players that, especially if they pan out, you're going to have an entire outfield. That's going to produce. And you do need pitching, and he does. It, there's all these other things that go along with that, sure. But I feel like for the Cubs, the slow play is a better play for them. Um, you can also shit in one hand and wish in the other and see which fills up first. But I think that maybe waiting, hoping that he maybe hits the market in the offseason, because I just don't think that it's worth gutting it all, because the Cubs aren't there yet. They're not a World Series team. They're a team that's fun to watch, but they're not, not a World yet. S- it's not July right. yet. But if you got, if you, again, if you if you if you if you if you got the the farm, you're really looking at. And I'm not playing for next year. I'm not. That, I never. I hate playing for next year. But I do think you have to be a little bit prudent. You can't just throw everything out, you know. Get, you know, and, and hope it sticks. I just. Brennan Davis would be a good. I would say like a Pete Crow Armstrong and to Brennan Davis, and then some other packages. But if you got to keep Casey, uh, like,
1: you'd have to get one of your top starting. It would have to be like, and then you add Justin Steele, and then yeah. one of your other there top. You Top starting uh pitcher, uh it, it. like a Kate Horton or one of the yeah. guys that's which
2: again I'd All be right. good with like i be good with that. Real, I, I, I,
0: real oh, quick God. before we get into Nescar Minute, uh Troy wants to know your thoughts on Brendan Davis.
1: Brendan I just I I've only seen a few of his games. He so he's a tall, lanky, lanky dude. Pitchers, you can tell they know the weak spots. You know, we we always talk about pitchers know what players' yeah. weak spots are. They're busing up up and in. He's still struggling with strikeouts. So, I mean, it's a wait and see. And, that, and that's what I'm saying, guys. Prospects.
2: Vol- I was uh, to say, the volatility of prospects. Yeah, prospects. A year and a half, two years ago, it was Brendan Davis is going to be the, the savior of everything. He, Corey Patterson. Last spring New training.
1: World. Last spring training, he was being taught. Talk- and again, like like tallest midget award here, because like looking looking at the talent that was on the Cubs. But it was, there was talk about like Brendan Davis is like one of the top three players in camp. Oh yeah, we, well, like and just because... like like skill wise talent level. It's like Brent Davis is like he is a major league ready player. A year later, he's you know still at AAA, a little still struggling.
2: It was the futures game where nobody had any tape on him, and he had a freaking day, and it changed everybody's perspective because like oh my god, it was the futures game. The futures game wasn't looking at scouting reports. They let those guys go out there and just use stuff against stuff. And when it's stuff against stuff, and the pitchers aren't thinking for them, or pitchers are young pitchers are forced to think for themselves. The athlete at the plate has much better, you know, better advantage. And, and now that they're actually going on the plan that these organizations have come up for or come up with for him, now he's struggling because there's actually a plan. Like and he has to now fill the hole. <laughs> um, he's got to fill these like these gaps that he has in 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 his game and his swing, that up and in. You know, just like Lewis Luis Robert, you know, that soft away. These guys have to when when the tape gets out and word gets out, they're gonna. You're gonna go to the. They're gonna go to the well every time because why not? Um Why wouldn't you? It's 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 like, uh, you know, if you knew you could throw three fastballs by a guy in the box, you, you're gonna do it, right? So in this case, they know if you locate and you put the ball where it's supposed to be, you know, word got out. So it's up to now, Brandon Davis, who has incredible genes. His father is a Vegas legend as well. Um, even though he does, they have no relationship. Um, is, it, is an incredible like athlete, um, in general has some really great gifts, but now the head comes into play because this is where it's, am I going to adjust or am I going to simply just rely on my athletic ability, which has been so giving to me over the course of my high, you know, my high school and, and early pro career. Now you got to use the head. And this is where Brennan Davis, this is the, this is the gut check moment for Brennan Davis. There will be one for Pete Crow Armstrong. There will be one for Kevin Alcantara. They're going to, there's one for every single prospect that comes up in the game. Once they get their cup of coffee, the question is who adapts, who adjusts. And th- this is like an Ian Happ thing. He adapted and he adjusted and look where he's at. These guys got to follow suit, adapt and adjust, adapt or die. One All
1: other right. thing I do want to add on Brendan Davis, uh, you know, because he has been such a highly rated prospect for the past couple of years, we, we automatically think like, okay, so there's going to be this timetable. He goes from Double Triple A, okay, in like a year, he should be at the major league level. Uh, even before the injuries last year, you know, that forced him out until the summer. Um, and then again, when he was trying to play in the Arizona Fall League, he's only played in 227 total games in the minor leagues. That, so if we're talking about like a full MLBC, that's less than a year and a half. Like this, this dude just has play, hasn't played a lot of games, <laughs> uh, and he is coming back from injuries last year. So, you know, I, I do expect some struggles early on uh, here in April and maybe even into May, just because he he just hasn't had a lot of like games in the upper levels. Like mm-hmm. this guy, uh, like a lot of uh, crazy he like getting off. hit, getting hit. He, I think like in the same year he went to the injury list because he was just drilled on the wrist like two times. So he's he's run into some bad luck. The back issues last year, obviously not great. Never want to see young guy dealing with back stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Brandon Davis is uh, like temper those expectations, I guess maybe what I would say. So I just
0: watched Owen Casey's three home runs at Minor League Baseball's official account, just tweeted him out. Okay, okay. He looks like he would get carted for a rated R movie. <laughs> he's
4: tw- he's twenty. Like he, he
0: looks like a fucking baby. Like, it's, he, pretty he, nice swing though. I will say, pretty nice swing. Very effortless power. Like,
2: great like, swing. Yeah, him going
0: on. I mean, obviously, at three so, tonight, but well, we
2: got you here. Type in, do a search for Owen Casey throw. Ooh. Just, j- so so when we're talking about putting together a total package, the kid has. All five tools. He is a five-tool Canadian, which is so rare in this world, legitimately. Uh, but uh, he is... Good. But the thing with Brennan Davis is, you know, like Andrew Vaughn had how many minor league at-bats? Roughly. Uh, he had... When he got called up, he had, what, 100? Looks like 245 at-bats before he was in the major league level. Brennan Davis has had that at the minor league level. So then now they're getting tape. It's just they're getting tape, and it's hard. It's, it's a difficult... Thing to a dude, oh, I was
0: all confused by this highlight. I didn't realize it was Team Canada <laughs> playing the Cubs. Like, it are oh, us, uh, yeah. They show him like, turning, yeah, turning, yeah, yeah. throwing yeah. out this dude at third from right field. I'm like, wait, but that guy's on the
1: Cubs. Did he throw? I think it was Bellinger, wasn't it? No, uh,
0: no, but it was try. a good throw. It was a good throw. I don't recognize this guy, but Same all right, now. fellas, it's time for the Talk NASCAR match. <laughs> Where is it? All right, here we go. So a lot of people turned left and they kept going really fast. And then he was like, zoom. And he went around this dude. And then he was like, no, you're not going past me. And then he went zoom. And then this guy came out and he tried to push light. And then all of a sudden, this other guy turned left. And then they turned into the pit. And they were like, pit stop. And they were like, no, no pit stop. And then all of a sudden, they just kept going. And then Lightning McQueen jumped over a bunch of wreck cars. And then he crossed the finish line. But he stopped right before the finish line because the old truck He broke down, so Lighty McQueen had to go back around there and push him slowly across. But as he was doing that, Chick Hicks came in and won. But Lighty McQueen definitely did the right thing. But all in all, this super huge douchebag, Chick Hicks, won the race. It was madness, crazy shit all around. Can't believe it. I'll talk more about it next week. And that's the NASCAR Minute with NASCAR Mitch.
3: This Padres bitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? Because Danny fucking Burgers is up in back. Guy just started Shake Shack straight to the dugout.
4: He's... He's.
0: I don't want to sound like biased, but that might have been one of the best NASCAR minutes of all time.
1: Mitch did NASCAR Mitch just get it, Wally Pipp. NASCAR Zo? NASCAR Zoe. As long as you guys don't mind me just keeping
0: repeating the uh the storyline to Cars One, we're good. <laughs> 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 I mean, I can mix in like a, a cars two and a cars three, even though Cars 2 sucks. Electric.
4: Uh, cars we, two. Can,
0: we can uh we could do that. But yeah. So for those of you who didn't know, Mitch is working tonight and he gets no cell phone reception, apparently. <laughs> where he's at his direct quote was i'm in the sticks it won't let me send it uh he recorded one but it didn't come through so did he say he was
2: at a sticks concert
0: are we clear on that maybe both i don't think they get get, a reception at sticks concerts either but yeah that was the guys should all tweet at mitch right now everyone watching this tweet at mitch And just say, Mitch, that was the best NASCAR minute you've no. ever done. He'll, <laughs> be, he'll be all confused because he'll be yeah. like, what, what are you guys talking about? I didn't even someone...
2: Well, first off, if answer. he's confused, if he's immediately confused, that means he had internet in the sticks and he's in trouble. Yeah. But if he gets it like in about three hours, then you'll be like, oh, Mitch caught that. But yeah. if he so, immediately responds, call him out. If, be like, if oh, you're I'm watching this here.
0: live right now, tweet at Mitch and make sure you tag pinwheels and Ivy. And we'll retweet it, too, and just say, Absolutely. like, holy shit, Mitch, that was the best NASCAR minute you've done all season. And he'll be <laughs> be very confused by it. It'll be good times had by all. Um, yeah, you guys got anything else? Oh, we're already over an hour and a half. Uh,
1: here. Who who, are the, who are the Sox oh, yeah. Who yeah.
0: So the White Sox get a real easy schedule.
1: Well, I think it's Baltimore. more. <laughs> No, so now they go
0: – yeah, they're they're home for three games on the weekend. They get Thursday off, then Friday, Saturday, Sunday on the south side versus Baltimore, who, you know, fun team, but not winning baseball.
1: Dong-Bong,
4: uh, though. Dong-Bong. Yep. Bong.
0: Monday, Bong. Tuesday, and Wednesday, uh, Philadelphia comes to town. I might try to get to one of those games. I don't like Schwarber's going on the weekend. Minimum uh, three Schwarber might kill someone in the 108.
1: I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> the Dan Ryan. Like, watch yeah. out.
0: <laughs> but then – they got to go on a nice little road trip where next Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they got to go play this Tampa Bay, who's decently Decent. warm right now. Uh, and then they leave Tampa Bay and go for three in Toronto, who's also playing pretty fucking good baseball right now. And then after that Toronto series, they come home to play Tampa Bay for four more games and then oh Minnesota my. for three games. Oh, <laughs> So buckle the fuck up, White Sox fans, because... But the good news is uh there's rumors that um Mankata and possibly Eloy might be playing this weekend. Okay, against, okay. Against okay. Baltimore. And then you gotta imagine you probably get TA back too by the time they, the Tampa Bay series. TA probably missed the Baltimore and the Philly series, be my guess. They said two weeks, but two weeks. It's like the money pit. Uh Yom, I'll hit you up, but uh Wednesday might be more realistic cuz that's a 110 game. I like day games cuz the kids at daycare. Oh, like... wait. <laughs>
1: no uh, no Turtle. easy sledding for the Cubs either next. Well, yeah. the Oakland series is, uh, should be easy, but Dodgers for 3 on the road, then they go to Oakland for 3. Dodgers are home. Dodgers
0: are very underwhelming right now. You're still
1: the Dodgers, though. I know.
0: They are still the Dodgers. <laughs> so they got a, they a, oh, Cali, a California. They, they're playing all of California, dude.
1: At and Alabama, then the, three, the Dodgers Alabama for four at home. And then the Padres for three. Padres so the next 13. Yeah.
2: yeah. Although, by the way, what you just said like like, actually just gave me like happy palpitations in my chest. Because you're like, oh, and then the Cubs play Oakland. That means like there will be a day here, me in Vegas, in the future, where the Cubs are going to come here for a three-game series. There you go in the Las Vegas Athletics are the Las Ooh, Vegas. Head
1: athletics. down to Utah to- <laughs> what was that story? I I like oh, barely read the headline. Were they serious? Oh,
0: yeah. Utah's trying to get a baseball team. Solid yeah, G. they're trying to get
2: an expansion team, but they're not gonna get the the athletics have a spot. There, it's the Rio yeah. Hotel, it's already done. Like it it literally is all about now maneuvering everything. The spot here in Vegas, it'll be just across the strip. The 15 is like our big like interstate. And it'll be across the interstate from the Strip. So it's not on the Strip, but it's across. And it's a perfect spot. It's across the street from the Palms. Um, and next to the, uh, the uh, what is it? The Gold, Gold, oh God, they can it Gold Strike. Anyway, it's, it's off Flamingo. Golden Nugget. No, Golden Nugget. Nugget. That's, that's Fremont. No, this is, uh, it's across. Oh God. Anyway, they have a great Chinese place called Ping Pang Pong. It's fantastic. But anyway, um, Palms right there. Again, you've got. There's a lot of parking. It's a, it's a the flamingos a pretty wide street already. There's also a back entrance that's another side street that also can be pulled if you go underneath the underpass. It's actually a really good spot. They've been talking about it for years. So it, it, and uh, again, I was with a couple people that are like Vegas in the no Vegas wise. Not baseball. They know shit about sports. In fact, but they're like, I'm. We're pretty sure that the, we're, they're building the roads for the F1. Uh, thing that we're hosting here but they're also building the roads for yeah the-
0: the, chicago's got the nascar shit and people are already bitching about how um, bad traffic that's gonna cause yeah um
1: let me just say though out of the expansion possibility like the cities um nashville i'm sure i'm sure that you i'm sure i've seen the pictures you has great uh you know outdoor places you go great Landscaping ain't nobody wants to go to Salt Lake City. Nope, I'm sorry,
0: no. I said their, their team name could be the Sister Wives.
2: <laughs> and, and here's Salt Lake. You really think that the uh, the board in Salt Lake's gonna welcome a major league franchise that all of which is now in cahoots with sports gambling, drinking, right? yeah. and Budweiser? Now, uh, yeah, how are they gonna handle the beer sales? When <laughs> you no, can't even <laughs> do not go to okay, Ogden, Utah is the most liberal probably place in all of Utah. And the the Ogden Raptors are they were the I think the they might still be the Dodgers uh single A team, that's the only place where you can get real actual like full beer. Um, oh, that's
1: right. I remember hearing about that. They like, 2% like
2: beer. Yeah, it's, it's like water <laughs> in in most of Utah it's terrible. And Ogden has one of those. In in actually in Utah um, in Salt Lake you have to be a part of they call them clubs or, or uh, lodges. It's mm-hmm. like you're part of a hunting club except. You have to have a sponsor, like so. If, if I come from Nevada and I want to drink at a bar in Salt Lake, I have to have a friend that's a part of this the club. They've got like a license to drink beer. Like it's actually so weird, um, and, and so that won't work there. But so, Nashville, Portland, those are my two picks. I think Nashville and Portland are you know if I think they a spot
1: if on Vegas, Carolina would be nice too. I, don't
2: I don't think Portland's
4: Atlanta.
2: good one. Let me rephrase that. If Vegas doesn't get the Athletics, Portland and uh, Nashville for Nashville? me. But, Think, got, they're they're pretty good, man. They got they I got think a great team. A, I don't think Portland's getting a baseball team. They have a really good that look at their attendance for their uh for the Portland uh what's their what's their Triple team. They're, they
0: they're got good. some uh they got some shit they got to work out up there in Portland, I think before they throw another professional sports team there. Um remember everyone, it is very important right now to Smash the, the people watching to subscribe but also to tweet at Mitchell Kaminsky. it oh, yeah. was the best NASCAR minute you've ever done. Best. Please. And even if you're listening to yeah. this on, show you how to do on this? Thursday. I mean, That's
1: right. If you're listening, head over to Pin Pinwheels and Ivy a podcast on Twitter. Yeah. Go over to our bio and then click on Mitch's name. Tweet at him.
2: Mm-hmm. Tutorial. Here we go. So those of you that are watching, this is all you have to do. You have to go up to the top of your... And then log into your burner. And so you say... The absolute best NASCAR minute yet. At Mitchell. It'll go auto auto fill for me. Mitchell Kaminsky 99. And then you say, well done, good sir. Something like that. Yeah. And then you just love your dong. Love your dong ellipses but only three because there's only three ellipses all right we're gonna have to delete that so i don't get fired from my job and here we go and so we've done it we him. yeah so uh dong is dong and so you that's all you have to do for mitchell is to let mitchell know that tonight he really put in the effort and if he responds within the next 10 minutes which is what 9:52 central time he had plenty of service in the sticks that means he's at a sticks concert
1: also tell him that Larry Garcia is the goat. Yeah, that
0: he loves that. Yumper did it. That boy, Yump. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, for Fids, that's all though. I'm Zoe. Uh, we will see you guys next week, and as always, stay tuned because there might be some more of those uh, playbacks
2: coming soon. Ooh. Cubs playback. Cubs playback. Yep. Hey, Cubs Zone. Mm-hmm. Bring some guests on. All right. Take care of
3: this Padres pitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? Because Danny fucking Burgers is up and back. Guy just started shake shack straight to the dugout. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Yeah. Rick, Leo, and So the whole league that we hear now. Yes. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Straight <laughs> rumors that might, might be. be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. you waiting for. You can put it on the Make all change. Check me out to the out to This is what you're looking for. You can put it on the board. Every season make it all change.